This episode of Two Men No Hope is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey Jamie, why so glum? Oh, bruv. I just wish we could help the listeners even more. Well, I can turn that frown upside down, mate. How are you going to do that? Let me tell you about a company called BetterHelp, the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. 100% online? So can our listeners get help anywhere? That's right. They can talk to a therapist however they feel comfortable, wherever it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. They can message their therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient to them. So will they get the right therapist for them? BetterHelp has a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help them with a wide range of issues. Plus, if their therapist isn't the best fit for any reason, they can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. Wow, that's really good. Well, what can we offer the listeners to get them started? Well, we have teamed up with them to offer them 10% off their first month. All they have to do is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. That's betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. So all they have to do to get all of that and 10% off for the first month is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. Exactly, my friend. Now, doesn't that make you feel better? Yes, bruv. That's so much more off my mind. Welcome everyone to another episode of Two Men No Hope. As always, I'm here and I'm with Jamie. Doesn't change, does it, Jamie? Every week, Dan, every week, husband and wife. Every week. Here again. <laughs> three times a week. Never get sold. But you know what changes? The guests. But obviously, we've got this one again. The same one again. Everyone enjoys. Brian's back. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Um, I felt like a yeah, child no, watching divorced parents uh, before we were ready to begin. I was like, Mommy, Daddy, yeah. please stop fighting. The bickering was Show, Showing the, the cracks. Yeah, the cracks are starting to show now. Yeah, it's, uh, I've been insistent with our conspiracy episodes to keep bringing time travel up, and it's uh, destroying our relationship. It's wearing me down. <laughs> I have a very negative opinion on it, and Jamie just likes to dig it in. My my friend keeps bringing up time travel; it is ruining our relationship. If only I could go back in time and change it. But it never happens, does it, Jamie? Because it's horseshit. I found oh, you don't believe in time travel? I found the button to press. Oh, time travel's the worst thing ever. Are we going to get into this right yes. now? <laughs> <laughs> I found the button to press. I, I love time travel. I love everything about it. So um, I keep finding conspiracies. And people writing in as well. We've got listeners writing in, telling me conspiracies about time travel. Especially surrounding Just Baron to get on Trump. My nerves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love the Baron Trump one. That's a good one. (laughs) There's nothing of him, though. It's like, he's like a fucking, what's that expression? Oh, I can't remember the expression. Something in the breeze. He's like John Titor, basically, you know, like traveling through time. If if you turn to his side and he put out his tongue, he looked like a zipper. (laughs) That's how thin he is. But yeah, no, I just think time travel is just... It's such a selfish thing as well. Like no one does time travel for like the greater good. And if you say, "Oh, I want to do it because of Hitler," it's like, yeah, but no one will know. 
So why would you do it? Because you can't tell anyone about it because no one will know who Hitler is. So I'm a nerd. So obviously I think about this all the time. I'm like, you can't go back and kill Hitler because no, because everything after, for the most part, is pretty good. Like we had a good like 70 year stretch in the world. Mm. I think if you're going to go back and change anything, I think you want to look at like maybe JFK or 9-11 somewhere in there. You know, like, I think Hitler, as evil as he is, needs to happen or the world gets way too fucked up. But I think no one's going to do it unless they can tell someone about it. You know what I mean? Because it's a very sort of selfish thing to, I say selfish, but it's like, you want people to be like, oh, well done for going back and, but no one remember I'd it. I'd do it. Look, you've changed it. If I had time travel... <laughs> I would go back and I would I would have invented Google, Amazon. I would have every Bitcoin. I would be like friggin' Biff in 1985. <laughs> but as soon as you invent something, you have to do everything exactly the same as the person who invented it. Otherwise, you've changed it. Hot top time machine. Hot top time well, machine. Yeah, you know, even if I don't do that, I can just bet on sports. I know who's going to win. That's the only, yeah. I can just bet on sports, become rich, and then buy a shitload of Bitcoin when it's dirt cheap, (laughs) wait for it to be $70,000 a coin. I I think about this all the time. Sell all the coins, have a yacht, retire, make my own movies. It'd be fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's always positives. No. No, there's not. Oh, and I would definitely give some to charity. (laughs) Oh, oh, you would give it and then go back in time before you gave it, but you still technically did it. (laughs) No, you know what? You could just have infinite money. So I could give them like like a million dollars, go back, place another bet to win a million, mm. you know, and it's not like I really <laughs> lost any money. Yeah. This is this is genius thinking. We're probably in like four D chess here. <laughs> I'm glad you're on my page. I'm glad it. you're on my page, Brian. <laughs> I don't know I if it exists, it. but I desperately want it to if it can benefit me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's such a selfish. I guarantee, like, um, if you look in like Google, who's trying to invent time travel right now? The day that he gives up on it is the day that he did it, and he realized how shit it is, and he's like, "No one can know about this." <laughs> There's a movie that I watched not too long ago, like this uh, time travel like rom com movie where the guy fucking invents time travel and he uses it to like gaslight people, basically. <laughs> What was that one with, um, it was actually called The Time Machine. Um, what's his face? Guy, Guy Pierce was yeah. in it, wasn't he? Yeah, that's The Time Oh, machine. and uh, I don't know if you had it by you, The 7-Up Guy, Orlando Jones. Orlando do you know, or, do you know the 7-Up? Seven... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Orlando Jones is a black guy. He was in the 7-Up commercials. He was like, make seven, up yours. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. No? I remember the Man, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that guy. Um, he was in Evolution. He was the guy yes! that got the bug that went up his up his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. Take the leg. Take the leg. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For most people in America, he's the Seven Up guy. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, we wouldn't have got that ever. No. Yeah, that, that's what I was wondering if you did. I didn't think so. What's that other ridiculous one? The Time Traveler's hus- wife or something? Time Traveler's oh, wife yeah. is a movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's the lake that. where he like disappears and he comes back like. Certain amount it's of years a, it later, basically, is a film about paedophilia, isn't it? Because he like goes back and she's a child. He's like, "You're my future wife," and he like just carries <laughs> on like have his relationship and basically grooms her for her entire life to fall in love with him. 
It's a pedophilia. Oh, but that's weird. time travel. You have you have it to do weird, things man. like that. It's pure pedophilia. <laughs> it's like predestination. That's why I hate time travel because the end is always the beginning. Predestination is a brilliant film. Well, you know, time is a flat circle and all that. Uh, what horseshit. Anyway, man, how's the podcast going? Good, good. Um, you know, we're slowly growing, doing our thing. But the reason I asked you guys to come on was uh, Black Black Friday in America, Thursday, uh, Friday, October, October, woo, Friday, November 24th, <laughs> midnight in the U.S., Eastern Standard Time. We are releasing our first bonus album. It's $5. It's You get um, four and a half hours of Christmas content. There's games. There's guests. We also do a bonus episode where we talk about It's a Wonderful Life, and half of the money is going to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. So it's not a complete cash grab. It's just a half cash grab. Um, <laughs> so we're hoping to raise some money and give some laughs, and hopefully it's a win-win for everybody. But that's, that's going to drop on Bandcamp Friday, November 24th, Eastern Standard Time at midnight here, you know, Thursday going into Friday. So I think that's 5 a.m. Friday for you guys uh bandcamp.com reviewing histories christmas album this ain't no whack christmas will be up nice <laughs> brilliant nice i hate that film by the way um it's a wonderful life what why it's a terrible terrible movie oh no it's like uh, the best oh god it's like five hours long and it's like no. oh it's fucking horrendous is it i'm sure it's the one i'm thinking of the black and white one it's black and white it's only two hours I've never heard. It doesn't of this feel film. like that. It feels like you never heard of "It's a Wonderful Life." No, what's it about? So, so you, I will tell you what the plot is, and I will guarantee oh, yeah, you good. have seen this plot ripped off somewhere in a cartoon or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, the film shows you this whole guy's life, and then he decides to kill himself, and he sees what the world would be like if he was never born, and at the end, he wants to live, and you know that's the trope. It's been done in a million cartoons. Have you ever oh, seen okay. that? Yeah. No, I've never seen that film. Wow. I'm sure it was in uh, Simpsons because Simpsons have done everything, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Simpsons have done it. Um, everything. Rugrats. There's a million like cartoons that have done it as a kid. Like I knew the whole story before I even ever saw the movie. But, you know, it's one of my favorite <laughs> movies. You know, I can't watch it without oh, like crying just... every year. <laughs> it's the fact that like, so it's two hours long. An hour and 40 minutes of it is his life. Yeah. And, he, and he's only dead for about 10 minutes. And then he's like, but I want to live. It's like, come on, man. Is it a Christmas yes, movie? Yes. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, considered right. like the Christmas movie, you know? Yeah, it's the Christmas movie. Yeah, it's on every year on the well, TV. It's not exactly Elf, yeah. is it? <laughs> What'd you say? It, if anything, it's probably better than Elf. <laughs> oh, Elf. Um, oh, you don't like Elf? No, I love Elf. Oh, I, was Elf's trying to trigger, as well. I was trying to trigger that. <laughs> I love Elf. Elf, Elf is terrible. As Do you well. not I love, love Christmas? I love Christmas, but there's Elf is terrible. Elf is a pretty like when I first saw it, I thought it was great, and then I was like, "Oh, I'll watch Elf again." And I'm like, "This is terrible." Will Ferrell, man, like, what the can't, fuck is can't this? Beat him. What Christmas movie do you like? Um, oh, The Grinch with uh, Jim Carrey. Ooh, that one stinks. <laughs> Oh, mate, that's so fucking good. Even the animated one that came out, that was pretty good. And uh, Jingle All The Way, that's a pretty good one. Is that the Arnie one? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. Um, what's that one with... Um... 
like like the kid wouldn't be able to recognize the thick Austrian accent and that Mitchell, only his father would have. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um. What's the other? Oh, what's the fuck it? One second, I got to look for the actor now because I can't remember his fucking name. Uh, Dudley Moore. He did a Christmas movie. Dudley Moore's in a Christmas movie. Yeah. Um. Santa Claus the movie. I have never. He seen plays this. an elf. He plays an elf that um. Uh, wants to be promoted to be like head of the Santa's grotto and he doesn't get it so he goes to America and uh, uh, it's basically Elf yeah the original Elf he goes to America and a and a toy factory is like oh you can build stuff for us and like basically manipulates him to build stuff for them I've never heard of but this it's... does he get drunk and do like, oh, this Dudley Moore thing like no, he doesn't. No, this is before before that. Oh, okay. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I'd much rather watch that than uh, Wonderful I'll, Life. I'll check. I'll check this out. I've never seen this. I love Christmas and Christmas movies, so I will definitely give that a watch. Yeah, it's great. He um he has like Santa's magic, and he makes like a a candy cane that can help people like fly. It's great. Such yeah. a good movie. I would. I would like yeah. that. Would you uh, would you use Santa's magic to help people, or would you just build yourself like a flat screen TV and shit? Oh, why would you help people? They've got enough of their own. You know what I mean? You just we, we already not we're... travel for being too <laughs> for being too selfish. We, we all know that that Dan's the worst person to be around on any situation. Yeah, Dan opens himself up a lot to uh, during an apocalypse. He's the last person you want to meet. He's definitely going to end up killing you. <laughs> Um, yeah. What was the uh, other situation we're in? Oh, do you know that I was, program? I was... What's it called? Invincible. Invincible. Been watching that. Oh, oh, the cartoon, the cartoon. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. I love it. It's great. It's so fucking good. Yeah. So I put to Jamie last episode. I was like, if um, Omni Man's planet came and took over, like tried to take over Earth, I was like, would you give up? And like, just let them take over. Or would you fight back? And he's like, I would fight to the death. He's like, now nah, I fight back. And I'd be like, but why? I'm not, I'm like, I'm not fighting just... back. No, fuck that. I'll be on my. I'll be helping them enslave the rest of the fucking people. <laughs> There's it's nothing can... you can do to them. <laughs> exactly. Why would you fight? Dan back? is like, a collaborator. Dan is a if collaborator. If I have invincible powers, if I have invincible powers, I would fight back. Me myself as a nah. fat dude. What the fuck am I gonna do to a Viltrumite? <laughs> Yeah, but they're they're not they don't want to like enslave you. They just want to in- control the planet, and they're like they offer you like medical, and they offer you like you never starve and stuff like that. Why wouldn't you fucking do it? Yeah, but I didn't know that notion. That's the the, that's always the dictator rub. It always sounds like good. It never it never ends up too good. But, but it, it can't be worse than us dictating our own fucking. Yeah, you know I mean, I I just know that I don't want to piss off a Viltrolite. I've seen what they could do to people, so. <laughs> I would try to stay out of their way. <laughs> but I mean, even if Superman did it, I'd be like, "Yeah, right then, go for it, mate." <laughs> nah, mate. What, what, what could be the worst? I'll what be could be the, the harm? You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Fucking resistance. I'll be hunting Jamie down. I don't care. <laughs> I'll be like that guy that they let loose in like an empty mall. Yeah. With a walkie-talkie, and I'll be like, "Jamie, they let me go." Let, let me join you. I'll, I'll, I'll help you out. out. I know their secrets. Yeah. yeah. I think you, as soon as you, you come you out. You definitely sell, sell your soul to the devil. You definitely sell your fucking soul to the devil. Mate, I've tried many times. You just won't have it. Well, you need a that, soul that... first. I think that's your problem, Dan. Well, yeah, I suppose, yeah. 
I don't know what happened to it. It disappeared somewhere. <laughs> was it was it you or was it Ant we were talking about was it like movies and that and I said that I hate it when um we might be talking about three hundred actually. I was saying about how you have like an end of the world film and the the hero will always meet the bad guy and you just go, Well, why does he just fucking shoot him? <laughs> you're like what's what's there's no law there's no police are going to come out you've killed enough people already and he's sitting right in front of you why don't you just fucking shoot him you know because you want him to know you got to discuss it first <laughs> nah that's fucking that's mental i'm always yelling at the tv on situations like that i'm just like kill him especially like the walking dead so many times does rick meet the bad guy just the two of them and just doesn't end it then and there do you do it the other way? Like when you're watching like a Bond movie or Austin Powers and they capture him and they like try to put him in a death trap or you like, <laughs> just kill him. You're like Scott evil. Yeah. It's such a fucking waste of time in it. Be like, this is done. This ain't real life. <laughs> Cause you know, James Bond's real. James Bond is real in my heart. I don't know if you guys can see, but behind me, I got uh, my George Lazenby signed picture. And then I got a Moonraker uh, poster behind me, and then on the other side, which you can't see, there's a uh, you only there's um, a Thunderball poster. So, and there's Bond. <laughs> I think we had that discussion me. when you first came on about favorite Bond movies. Yeah, I think. I think we did. Yeah, probably. We you know, I always want to bring yeah, up yeah. Bond as much as possible. <laughs> I still think um, Idris Elba would be a great James Bond. Yeah, eh. I think so. I don't know. Yeah. But well, they're talking about um, Tom Hardy, and I'm like, no, he's too rough, man. No, I don't want Tom Hardy. No, Tom, no, because they will make Tom Hardy plays crazy really well. They'll make Tom Hardy at like a mm. to do gentleman, and that's not like how he how he plays off. He'd be Although a good, he did like, pretty well in. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. What he was good in Legend. Oh, he was pretty yeah. suave in that. Yeah, but he's yeah, Reggie and Ronnie were still nutcases, though, weren't they? Well, <laughs> I um I really would like uh, Henry Cavill or Aaron Taylor Johnson, but supposedly they still aren't. They still haven't even come up with a script or an idea. Like supposedly they're super far away. Mm. I didn't even see the last one. I I, I just had enough. Was oh, there? Okay, I I can understand that. Out uh, hold on. Who I got my number one pick? What the fuck was his name? Uh, I can't. Uh, hold on. This guy, I think, like, he looks like Sean Connery. Um, the guy um, that did Kick-Ass, he would be pretty good. Well, he's the runner. He supposedly is the front runner right now. My pick would be uh, Thomas Dor- Doherty. Doherty? I don't know. He's from Edinburgh. And from he kind of looks like uh, Sean Connery, if you ask me. Edinburgh? Yeah. He's from your neck of the woods. Oh, Edinburgh. <laughs> Edinburgh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I was well I'm an American. Then. What do you guys want? <laughs> what have I seen him What's in? his name? Tom? Uh, Thomas uh, Doherty. He was in uh, The Invitation. That's what I saw him in. But as I was watching, he was like kind of smooth. I thought he was pretty good. Oh, yeah. That's really yeah, the yeah. only thing I've seen him in. Yeah, I see. yeah. With Ed, uh, people say up here when you say it's Edinburgh. If you say Edinburgh, like bra, Ed- yeah. Edinburgh, Edinburgh, bra, yeah. 
Ed, there you go. Ed, yeah, like that. Edinburgh. Edinburgh, that's like a Gen Zer. Yeah, yeah. That's the easiest way to say it. Yeah. Edinburgh. So I saw you went to uh, the Czech Republic recently. Oh, so good. So everything I know about the Czech Republic comes from videos where a guy walks up to a girl and he's like, I'll offer you some Czech Krona <laughs> if you uh Mate, I was looking me. everywhere for that. <laughs> No, I didn't see any of that. I just wanted to see him across the street. And I'd be like, Sabina, do you know who that is? I'll go shake his hand and say, ruin it. Ruin the whole thing. That's the public Because obviously, they are, they're, all, they're all porn stars, isn't they? That he's, That's so fake. Maybe the yeah. original ones. But, oh, yeah, yeah. They're but so good, though. You want to believe it's real. You want to believe that the Czech Republic is this paradise where there's hot girls walking around that will just blow you for like 30 bucks. Around the corner, the, yeah. the Czechs got the the angle on porn. They've got loads of stuff. They've got, and all of their stuff is like hidden. Like they got um, Czech sunbeds where it, like they watch people, like women, get undressed and go on a sunbed. They've also got Czech glory holes as well, where it's just like women, like where they're like are sticking out of their mouth, and guys just come in and like. I oh, was that a Czech? It's fucking mental. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, I can't remember. It's called Czech something. I've seen, uh, but they've got loads of stuff. It. I've seen that somewhere before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 the there's a lot of check porn fucking... yeah but um no it was great man it was just fucking meat drink we went and saw the hockey all our family were great it was oh man every day was just fucking brilliant your girl is from is czech yeah okay is she an immigrant or she's like born here where well by you guys oh no no she she's been over for like 10 years okay so she's been in Scotland longer than I have. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the technique. I'm the immigrant. But um, but no, it was really good, yeah, because it was handy as well, because obviously she speaks, and then, like, her sister and all her family were like, let's go here and let's go there. And her um cousin's a photographer, but his studio and his, his flat. He's the public like, agent, the... isn't he? No, we're not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's the guy. But he's, like, round the corner from um the the castle where the the president of that and you like well, i'm taking a shit i'm staring at the fucking prague castle oh, like, really? right out the window it's so fucking yeah oh it was just an amazing holiday That's mental cool. absolutely mental did did yager play on the hockey team you saw yager all right so yarmir yager is an american well he's not american he's from the czech republic but he was in the nhl from like 1990 until like 2000 and like 18 Fucking and hell. he's he's 50 he's almost 60 years old and he's still playing in the czech league and he's like the best <laughs> you know player in the czech league do you know what team he's playing on uh i could tell you in one second he owns a team yeah because i uh we went to see the uh energy um calivari i can't i can never i always get it wrong what is it uh calorivari uh, he o- a, he owns uh, Cladano, Retier Cladano. Hmm, I'll have to, well, Sabina will listen to this and she'll message me when she hears it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's like David we're Beckham watching... being in the MLS, and that, basically. <clears throat> <laughs> hey, man, that fucking, it's brutal, the Czech League. Like, it's fucking violent. It's oh, so good. Their so logo good. is like a knight. Um like a crusader with like a sword on his helmet, kind of. It's blue and okay. yellow. Oh, that's pretty. I have to have a look. Yeah, because we're watching. Because um, her mate is obviously Czech as well. Yeah, and um, so we're meeting up on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, 
because her home team is playing her mate's team. So we're going to have drinks and we're going to watch it. Oh, nice. I think we're going to get beaten, but I'm still going to vote. I'm still going to cheer for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Was that your first hockey match? No, no. We have hockey in um, Scotland. Yeah. So I go see them. It's not quite as... I mean, that was my proper, like, really nice stadium. It's a better league, yeah. Oh, it's so good. And they had, like, where the proper, like, 100% fans sit, they had, like, guys with huge drums just fucking going, like, the whole match, banging these drums. They had all their chants. It was so good. That's, see, that's a European thing. That really doesn't happen in America. It's like, in America, when you go to a sporting event, it's spread out. Everybody sits wherever they want and, like... You know, there's no like this is like the crazy fan section where people just go ape shit. It's like just throughout the whole arena where people are. Do the devils like oh, no, sell out and sections. stuff like that? The devils sell out. Uh, it really doesn't happen that often unless they're playing like the Rangers, and then it's like fifty fifty split. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's it gets crazy, but it's not like you guys where there's like drums and all this. Um, <laughs> I will say the Rangers sell out every game, and what they do is it's mostly like corporate suits. So if you ever watch a Ranger game on TV and you look at like the like around the rink, it's just dudes in suits that just like came from the office and are taking out clients. Nobody actually gives a shit there. Yeah, yeah. that's such bullshit, man. That's the same like when I went to Canada and I was like, I want to see like the maple leaves. Yeah. And my mate was like, it's impossible. It's like, unless you were like born to a ticket or you're in a company, you can't see them. Yeah, it's too much money. It's fucking ridiculous, though, man. They should let the fan. Oh, anyway. Yeah, I'm happy with the check. <laughs> yeah, at least now you have like a team you can follow, and their quality of hockey is pretty good. Oh man, seriously, some of the there was a fight as well, and then this one guy got slammed into the side so hard. You just saw this, like you heard this massive bang, and you see these two legs fly up in the air. Yep. And then he got carried off, and I was like, "I love this." <laughs> Hockey's the best. I was messaging Jamie, messaging Jamie the whole time. I was like, "Jamie, Jamie." Hockey's the best because it's the only one of like the the sports that you play where you could just stop what you're doing and just like we're just gonna beat the shit out of each other right now. We're gonna settle this yeah. like men. <laughs> and then here's five minutes and get back to yep, it. Yep, exactly. Like, oh man. Greatest fucking sport. <laughs> so I've been started playing. Um, I've been playing the Xbox game. Oh, NHL. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm fucking terrible. Like, I used to be good. I'm horrendous <laughs> now, but I'm still trying. I'm I'm still going. What team do you use? The Maple Leaves, or I use um, Energy. Okay. Give the Devils Standard. a try. Yeah, <laughs> I've never been there. I normally vote for teams that I've visited. So because I always go to Toronto, I'm like uh, Maple Leaves. Next time, next time you're in the area, if you come to New York, we'll go to a Devils game if they're in season. Oh, absolutely, man. Any any excuse. I want to um, visit more in the UK because like London has a hockey team, Manchester, Ireland has one. It's like. Does Newcastle? Nottingham has one. You can go watch a guy get his throat slit. Yeah. Oh, that's mental. That was fucking. I saw the. Boy, they're trying to put Matey Boy in prison for it. Yeah, they're trying to put him on uh, on charges. They're trying to lock him up. Mm. That wasn't his fault though. You could see that he was like, uh, I, he was grabbling someone. His leg went up, didn't it? I, I at first I thought it wasn't, but it like I watched the clip from a bunch of different angles, and it kind of looks intentional. But look. 
the manslaughter charges, what they really are, are to appease people who are kind of angry about it because you can yeah. never prove what yeah. what it is, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so... But, I mean, it, it's just, how would you plan something like that to know exactly where he was going to... He probably like, didn't mean to cut his throat, but he meant to, he meant to hurt him. He meant to kick, yeah. I don't know if he meant to, like, chop his head off, but, you know. It... I didn't see, like, did, was it, like, blood everywhere was it like proper fucking oh yeah (laughs) it was bad because i only for some reason the video i watched cut off like the guy was going for him it was like a horrible horror movie where like they cut the the good bits out and you see it and it's like oh when you see it it's like you see him like grabbing himself like this Mm. and then you know they they wheel him off like they skate him out and you know i don't know how long he went before he died but fucking hell it's brutal that's mental yeah couldn't imagine it. I love the sport, but fucking hell! Isn't that a thing though? You got to keep your feet down. Like that's one of the massive. Yeah, you're like... not. You're not supposed to ever. You know, leave your feet like that. Like you. You really never can. It's a penalty. So. Mm. In mo- in most so. sports, you can't have your feet that high. Let alone fucking when you got blades on the bottom of your fucking shoes. Blades. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's. Made me made me laugh the, because we went. When we got back from Czech, we went to a game here on like a low league, so it was like fucking empty. But like in the when we were in Czech, every sort of like when the snow when like the ice was getting really bad, they would stop the game and like bring out and these guys would like sweep all yeah. the excess ice and everything. In the low league, they don't do nothing like They're that. They're like no fuck one... it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After the the quarter, then the guy at the Zamboni would come on. But apart from that, you just got to fucking yeah. Deal with you it. deal with it's it. About... You're you're lucky you're going to make a hundred bucks from this. You know. <laughs> yeah. You think we're cleaning That's the, worst the ice? Thing, like the five flyers, which is the the team for us. Most of them are Canadian. Yeah. And they get good money. And if you're Scottish in that league, you get terrible money. There's this yeah. guy who is like the Scottish Wayne Gretzky. Oh fuck! I I always forget his name, but like he he could have played in America, and he chose to stay in like Scotland, and he's known as like the Scottish Wayne Gretzky. Like, he was the best player over there. Tony Hand, have you ever heard of him? No, I haven't. No. Yeah, so Tony Hand is the known as the Scottish Gretzky. He was drafted <laughs> to actually Gretzky's own hand. And he um, he played from 1986 until 2015 in uh, in Scotland, but he had a really long like hockey career. That is super long, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah. for a hockey career, I always thought they'd be much shorter than that. Yeah, but that just shows how good he was, you know. Because if he chose to play in the states, he probably would have had you know a shorter career over there. But he actually would have been a successful NHL player. And he was like, "No, nah, I'm just gonna stay here." Yeah, dominate. <laughs> it's because it's cause Scotland's the best. <laughs> I want to see Scotland, man. Hey, man, there's always a spare room if you want to come <laughs> over. More than happy to put you up. That's what's the problem with flights. <laughs> yeah. That is the problem, yeah. Fucking, we're trying to figure out going back to check for her dad's birthday. And then Jim that we have on the podcast in Canada, he's had a baby that's going to be one. Uh, in like March and I still haven't got the chance to meet her. It's just fucking hemorrhaging money, mate. That's crazy. Tell me about it. Yeah. But um, anyway, enough of this rambling. Yeah. For the... 
<laughs> right, please remember that all the opinions in the show are of those of the hosts and should be taken as food for thought. We're in no way telling you to do anything. Everything is kept anonymous for the safety of the listeners and no information shared to anyone else. If you are easily offended by people's opinions and views, and thank you for making it this far, but this is not the podcast for you. See you later. And please enjoy the rest of the show. This is my favorite. Right. I love answering the emails. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the last episode. There's we couple... almost did an hour before we even got to the emails. It was like insane. Oh, nice. It was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, I was, I was ranting it. We'll find out. There's a few emails that... Do you guys like, have a... I'm, I, I meant to ask this. I'm sorry. Do you guys have a Black Friday? Yeah. Uh, we have a Black Month. Yeah, it's almost a month, yeah. Yeah, we abuse it over here. It's not one day. It's like it's oh, it's ridiculous. Wait, so like they it's just are, like on. it's like Black Month and like it's like sales the whole time. They they call it Black Friday, but the sales start at the beginning of November, and it just says Black Friday. Is everywhere. it is it this coming Friday? Yeah, it's the okay. official Friday. Yeah, is it? I, I've been I've been getting Black Friday sales for the last week. Yeah, but I mean, so like been, the, yeah. the main day would be Friday, where you get the insane so sales. They started doing the same thing here. It used to just be Friday, and now it's spread out. And like last week, you could start like getting Black Friday sales. Every year, it's more and more. Mm. But it used to just be Friday, and like you know, you had to line up to get your shit. But it's different. I know you guys have Boxing Day, which is like another sale day, right? Yeah, we mm. have Boxing Day. We try. I know the UK trial doing the whole open at midnight. And get like these insane deals, but people kept battering each other and killing each other in the fucking <laughs> in the shop. So they had to stop it because too many people were getting arrested. So that lasted a couple of weeks, a couple of years, and then they stopped. Yeah. yeah. Saying that, um, have you seen the film Thanksgiving? That's I loved it. Did you see it? It was so good, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that opening Black Friday scene, I was like, "This is great." Oh, it's so good. My mum was like, "Does that really happen?" I was like, "Oh yeah." In America, yeah, they beat the fuck out of each other, yeah. So, so it's kind of so only one person has ever died in a Black Friday. Oh, really? Oh, really? I thought it was more than that. No, it's only one, but she was oh, pregnant. So, if you want to count one, depending on your views on abortion, <laughs> you know, it's either one, one and a half, or two, depending on how you view things. It's in that range, though. But one adult woman died who was pregnant. Uh, she got trampled, and that was in like the eighties or nineties. But um, mm-hmm. you know, it's really not that bad. Like I've been in a couple. It's never been like 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 I'm in the fucking apocalypse ready to die. <laughs> that movie just kind of ratcheted up what everyone thinks is gonna happen. And it works. It I so mean, good, I love though. it. Yeah, it was it that we haven't had like a really sort of over the top gory movie like that in a long time. Yeah, it was nice. And, uh, I just loved it. Yeah, every second of it. Yeah, I can't wait to I see just, it. I just watched uh, It's a Wonderful Knife, which is a parody of It's a Wonderful Life, like a horror version. <laughs> Wasn't too good. I was going to say, I haven't heard of it, so I can't imagine it's written. <laughs> Ridiculous. Right. Hi, so I confessed how I felt in a pretty bad way when I was drunk and was unable to word it properly, so it took a lot of explaining the next day. But all in all, we are together now, and it's going well. So thank you for giving me the courage to go for it. So we had an email. Um, a listener was had feelings for a long-time friend. He didn't know whether to say it. Oh, right. Oh. Um, 
saying things when you're drunk isn't the best idea, but if that's the time when you've got the most courage, then, you know, fair play to you. And uh, congratulations. So hopefully it will last long. An escape from the friend zone, the most rare feat in human history. This guy should get a fucking medal. Definitely. We've had a couple on here. Like, we were like, nah, don't worry about it. And he's like, yeah, let's come back to Brian. Yeah, yeah. I think that one we did say, like, what's the worst that can happen? Oh, I mean, I yeah, I the worst thing that could happen is, you know, they're not going to fuck you, which probably wasn't going to happen anyway. But, mm. you know, I used to just get friend zone, friend zone so much. I put, like, a limit on myself. Where I was like, I'm not going to be friends with any fucking chicks. I don't care. I don't need friends that are chicks. My friends can have, dude, can have dicks and I don't want to fuck them. If you have a vagina and I want to fuck you, I'm not your fucking friend. That's it. <laughs> That's only like the last episode. <laughs> um, so he says... I'm currently doing temporary placement for work in a town five hours away. So I find myself spending all week there and spending the weekends at home. Last week, I came back earlier than planned and I found a a friend of my roommate sleeping in my bed. My roommate was at work and this guy told me my roommate had been letting this guy stay a few nights a week in my bed. I'm not afraid of helping people out, but this guy is clearly needing some help. So that's not my problem here. My problem is my roommate never told me and he hasn't even apologized really since I found out. And to top it off, he's been charging the guy £60 a week to stay in my room and has been pocketing the money. Short of killing him and burying him six feet under, how can I approach the situation? Shit on his bed. Yeah, cheeky fuck. Yup, legit. Like, Drop a fucking, fucking money. steamy shit right on his fucking pillow. <laughs> Mush it in there, pull an amber herd or an amber turd. Shit right <laughs> on his bed. fucking bed. Piss all over his room. Mark your territory. <laughs> this guy is a motherfucking piece of shit. He invaded your personal space. Also, you got to get your own lock for the room now. Before you yeah. piss and shit on his stuff, 100%, change the lock in your room. Start locking the door. Like, really, like a brutal lock. Um, the guy who was paying 60 quid, find out when your roommate's gone and get him to stay in that bed if you can. <laughs> that is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. That's mental. Like, uh, I would commit in your arson. bed as well. Like. I would commit arson. I would fucking, I would lock him in there, in there and pour petrol around the door frame and commit arson. He'd be gone. Oh, you do the doors? Yeah. And then I'll do the stairs the so doors, he can't come the guy down that the did stairs. That? No, no, the, the singer from... Was it the singer from The Doors? Um, Oh, shit, I can't remember his name. That's terrible. Isn't oh, it? Van Morrison. Van Morrison, yeah. Him and his missus, um, they were having a party and he got a load of fucking drugs and he's like, I've just got to pop out and get something. Don't do any drugs without me. He come back. And she just fucking tanned the whole bag. So he puts her in the closet, locks it, sets it on fire and leaves the house. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did you not know that? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. He burnt her alive oh, in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> and no, she got out. Oh, like, wow. The fire brigade come and saved her. But he was just like, you're a dick. There's a great movie with um, that, Val, Val Kilmer. And it, he portray he does it in that. And I was like, is this real? Fucking Googled it. And I'm like, holy shit. That's oh, wow. Brutal. But um... yeah. yeah. Yeah, also, like, find out, like, what food is his. So if, like, he has, like, an open soda bottle, maybe a little urine in there, a little spit, you know. Um, maybe maybe it ends up in there from someone. Maybe you bring it to a homeless guy. Let him have a swig, put it Give back. Give some syphilis. Yeah. 
This is like total. This calls for total scorched earth war. <laughs> You're renting out my fucking bed. For, I would as well. I'd be asking for half of that money. No matter, like I would figure out how many times that guy stayed, and I'd be like, "Look, I'm taking half, if not all of that money. You have till next month <laughs> yeah. to pay me, and that's it." I do yeah. like the ransom approach too. Mm. I think so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and every time you leave, I just, just can't believe put it. Everything like... in the whole flat, just put it in your room and lock the door. Yeah, it feels like cheating. You know what I mean? Like I would like if I opened my room and there was a, just a guy in my bed, I'd have that same feeling of like catching your missus with like a bloke. Yeah, yeah. that's your you know bed. I mean? like, you know, who knows yeah. if that guy's jerking off or whatever in your bed. I definitely would be. Yeah, exactly. And oh, he's yeah. not changing the fucking sheets, is he? <laughs> he ain't got the hygiene. Exactly. It's Wiping like, it on the curtains. Oh, man. Yeah, they are. That is such an invasion of personal space. Is using your toothbrush after? You know, anything that is yours. You gotta just start locking in your room completely until you move out. You can't live with this yeah. person anymore. The trust no. is violated. No, I no. Yeah. He needs to fucking apologize as well. That'd be the first fucking thing. I'd be willing to take yeah. a prison sentence for whatever I do. Yeah, I think this is a worthy one to throw hands over. Yeah, violence is. <laughs> they will say violence is not the right answer. Sometimes violence is the right answer, and this is the time <laughs> where violence is, you know, not a bad answer. <laughs> out comes a baseball bat. Like you just, he just wakes up and you're you're at the bottom of his bed. Just be like, go back to sleep. Yeah, this guy it's deserves it. It's a dream. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I fucking, I, I, I don't know. It's so hard. I think you need an apology and you need to start getting some of that fucking money. Well, what would motivate him to do that as a as a roommate? What would motivate your roommate? Think, oh, the guy wanted 60 bucks and saw the opportunity and he took it. I can respect the guy who's a complete scumbag and will do anything for a dollar. I can yeah. respect it. But <laughs> you got to be prepared if you're doing the wrong thing and you get caught, you're going to have to pay the fucking price. Whether physically, monetarily, psychologically, yeah. there's always a price. And where's this geezer yeah. been sleeping for the rest of his week if he's been coming out at the weekends? He's been yeah. leaving the room at the weekends. Who the fucking know? Yeah, that's a good point. <coughs> what the fuck does this guy do? And you know, you could see a one-time thing where you're like, look, I was with my friend and he just got so hammered. I'm sorry, you know? Mm. But if you're like, no, I do this all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's like... I'm, well, I would be I'm the Monday the to Thursday quid. guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he comes home and there's like new bed sheets on. It's like, I don't do that. The... um. I'd be like collecting the money and I'd be putting like 30 quid to the side <laughs> for like in case money. Yeah. And then for that moment that he's like, there's someone in my bed, I'll just be like, uh, and here's 240 pound. Here you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thanks very <laughs> much. <laughs> Out, clean, sorted. It was a business deal you just didn't know about yet. Yeah. Do, yeah I, mean, I don't know. If he threw 500 quid towards, towards me, I, that might actually calm calm me down a bit. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Being handed free money like that, I'm like, you know what? This isn't a bad deal. Yeah, it's like it's like killing with kindness, right? Yeah. You can see the like the fire in their eyes and you just go, here's some money, rainy day fund. Oh, thanks. I'd be like, it would be like no wife wife off your missus. That's yeah. what I was going to say. It'd be like, couldn't why couldn't you get a hot chick to do this instead? So I come <laughs> home and it's like, ooh, la la, what's going on oh, here? Yeah, the woman in right there. No need to leave the bed, <laughs> sweetie. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know, it's like some overweight guy that gets up and he's like, his beard's all like tangled up and he's like sweating his forehead. Yeah. And you're like, get the fuck out of my bed, man. He's got like holy pants. Sweaty bum yeah, he gets up. He's basically homeless, you know, he's laying in your bed, who knows where he is the rest of the days of the week, this fucking street urchin. Oh, on the weekends, he's busking and sleeping on the streets, and then Monday to Thursday, he's in your bed. Oh. Even when I used to have, like, house parties and stuff like that, I remember a guy saying to me, oh, can I go up to your bedroom? I was like, if I find you in my bedroom, you won't be leaving this house. <laughs> That and always I, I has to be the, the line, whole right? Night. You don't go in my parents' oh. bedroom and you don't go in mine. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, stay rock or fucking see you, scumbag. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you need to get some fucking money or you need to get some blood. Blood or money. Yeah, you need way. to get out of there as Vengeance well. or money and change your locks. Mm. Change, yeah, big fucking locks. I don't know about... I, I wouldn't leave, I don't think. I think it's like... Nah, I'd be gone. Especially depending on how long you've lived there. Yeah, depending on the situation. Maybe you get him to live, yeah. you know? Mm. <laughs> Make his life miserable. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, hopefully you get it sorted, man. And guess what? Oh, you can get, like, what are those um, cameras in the bed? Nanny cams? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get a nanny yeah. cam. Put a GoPro up. Yeah, I'll be doing that. You could also get, they sell these clocks with hidden cameras. You could put that in your room. And it also has a dual purpose where, you know, if you bring a lady over, she doesn't know the clock's running and the camera's recording everything. And now you got, you know, a free play-by-play of your of your actions. <laughs> that That's the um, the go-to for Airbnb owners, isn't it? The, uh, the recordable clock. Yeah, they do shit like that, yeah. Yeah. I always see those TikTok videos where it was like, check your homes and they're going around with a... And it's so clearly fake. You know what I mean? <laughs> They've got like the earpiece of like an, an like an um like a earphone, and they're like going around. You're like, what, what is that even doing? Yeah, doing that's mate? bullshit. Yeah, I can't imagine that people do. Oh, I suppose they could. Yeah, people definitely do. Yeah, there's some creeps. In I think world. the um, what was I? I was watching something today, and they mentioned actually that. I was watching that new film with um. Michael Fassbender on Netflix. The oh, Killing, I want to watch the Killer. That. The Killer. Um, it's really good. I've I've got about fifteen minutes left. Okay. And uh, he says in that he was because he explains about what he's doing, and he's like, you got to be careful with the uh, the super hosts or whatever they called for their cameras. And okay. Like, oh, there you go. That's a good move, by the way. Actually, yeah, I fucking love Fassbender. Oh. I don't think he's done a bad film that I've seen that I don't like. Uh, this did you see the Snowman? Yeah, I remember the snowman. Yeah, which is a, I don't know what's about that, serial It's as well. like a shitty thriller thing. It became yeah. a meme where he's like, "Mr. Policeman, I tried to help you. I gave you all the clues." <laughs> no, I haven't. Seen if you've that. seen the trailer, it became like kind of a meme online. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to have a look now. That sounds a bit like was it the um, Chris Evans that did one where. He was working for the mob and he was going around putting people in like a freezer. Maybe. I don't that know Chris that Evans? one. Chris, Chris Evans, Evans is putting people in a freezer? It was about, a, was he called the, uh, it might not have been him actually. It might have been. Was it the Grey the Man from... with him and Ryan Gosling? No, but I like that film. Do you know a lot of that was filmed in Prague? Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. I know Prague is used for a lot of filming locations. 
every time we would go anywhere, they'd be like, oh, that was where that was filmed. I'm like, oh. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I think it's oh, cheap the there, so they try to use it a lot. Yeah. I've clicked on the wrong thing. I'm trying to remember that. Was it called The Ice? The Iceman? Ice... Was it? it can't be in The Iceman. It weren't The Iceman. I'm sure it was a guy ice, ice worked baby? for like, the mob. Cool as ice, ice with man. vanilla ice. Are you talking about The Iceman <laughs> as in like the... Oh, no. It was the guy from Man of Steel. Yeah, The Iceman. Yeah. Yeah, that's a true story about the geezer that was the, the hitman killer. from the mob. The Polish yeah, guy. Yeah, and Chris Evans was in it. Chris Evans, Chris Evans is in weren't that? the Iceman. No, but he, well, he he was in it. Was he? Yeah. I don't remember him sure in he this wasn't. at all. Yeah. Huh. I have to watch it again. That was a really good film. The guy from Boardwalk Empire is there. Yeah, Michael Shannon. Yeah. Ray Liotta, James Franco. Yeah. Poor James Franco. Uh, anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, emails. <laughs> <laughs> that went sideways. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Iceman's good film. Watch it. Uh, so this listener says, "Good afternoon. Listening to the triggering time travel speech had me in stitches. <laughs> Jamie comes in with these little jabs to banter Dan, and it's comedy gold. <laughs> Your friendship really shines through in these moments. <laughs> and I, as I said at the beginning, it's the cracks that are showing. <laughs> you, know I mean? you just um, gotta come onto the time travel side. It's warm here." It's not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> I'm so happy you agree with me, Brian. Time <laughs> travel. Uh, um, I'm a maid of honor for my bestie, and the hen do is coming up, and it's giving me anxiety as she's still friends with our old friendship group from school, but I haven't spoke to them in years. We didn't fall out or anything. I just moved on as I was working a lot, etc., and just become distant over time. I feel really nervous about spending time with these girls as I feel like they will be strange with me. Do you have any suggestions on how can I deal with this situation? Is it possible I'm overthinking the whole thing? How would you go into an awkward weekend like this? Hammered. I was going hammered drunk. (laughs) Well, I'm straight edge, so I'm not going to tell you to drink. But what I would say is this. This weekend isn't about you. It's about the other person. So just put up with it and deal with it. No one there hates you. They don't have any beef. You just got to survive with them for however long it's supposed to be and deal with it. Um, I'm a rel- like I don't like to socialize with people. It's the people I'm close to, and then there's other people I have to interact with. So hmm. sometimes at these things, there's people you don't really like or care for or know. You just got to fucking put up with it and deal with it for the limited amount of time and just tell yourself, you know, when there's things going on you don't like, it's not about me. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's about the other person making sure they have a good weekend and you just got to grin and bear it and eat shit for one weekend. Pretend it's like your job where you have to eat shit every single fucking day. It's like, <laughs> I just got to get through this weekend. That's it. It's like almost like a school reunion, isn't it? Like no one yeah. likes going to those things. Yeah. I don't know. I think if there's no blood, bad beef, it's, you know what I mean, it's, oh, what have you been up to? And then it's like old times, right? I think they, they've yeah, probably like... got the same reservations as well. I think them girls yeah. probably have the same Look, reservations. Some will be happy to see you. Some won't give a shit. Everybody has their own lives and their own things going on. Nobody actually cares. You just mm. got to fucking deal with it as best you can and survive. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Everyone moves on after school. Like I, 
talked to a couple people that I used to know, but I mean, if I bumped into them, I wouldn't be a. It is what it is, isn't it? That's getting older. Yeah, exactly. It's like, look, I don't want to talk to people from fucking high school, you know. Fuck. I don't think I speak to anyone from high school anymore. Like, I think, like, when it's been that long, I don't think it's a it's an unknown thing to not be just because she's still part of that group doesn't mean that you have to be like overbearing with them. Just. I, as Dan said, I would just get a drink on me and just fucking have a good time. I remember messaging a guy a couple of years ago, like I used to speak to, just to see how he was doing. And he must have told, because he still hangs out with the old friend group. Mm. And then I started getting friend requests from those that group. And I'm just like, no, nah. <laughs> deny, deny, deny. It's like, I'm not. I was like, if I wanted to speak to you, I would have reached out to you like I did for him. But I didn't. <laughs> So fuck off. You know what could be oh, yeah. really fun though for you? Um, this is what she could do to really liven it up. Do hard research on all of their lives, every minute detail, <laughs> things you couldn't possibly know. Like hire a private detective, right? <laughs> know every single thing about them, like to the point, like like their coffee orders, and just freak them out all weekend. Like I've been keeping up to date with all you guys. You didn't know this. Uh, three sugars, right, Jamie? <laughs> You know, and you're just doing that, like all this insane specific shit. Why are you like, oh, yeah, it? it's all online if you just look it up. And do not blink as well. Just go full yeah. crazy. Go like full Hannibal Lecter and just freak everybody out. <laughs> or you could pretend to be psychic, you know, be like, mm. you look like you work at like um that bank on fifth. Like, I just get that feeling <laughs> from you. How'd you know? <laughs> I, I don't know. You're a coffee person. You don't like tea, right? You know, just start like guessing shit. Boom. Really fuck with their heads. That would be good. That would be good. That would be, you'd be the talk of the fucking town as well. By the time it gets to the wedding, everyone be your best mate. If anything, that could ruin it a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Live it up. um, You know, it's like kind of doing magic. Yeah. I I don't know. Charlotte had a very similar situation to this where. Mm she was the friend that was not friends with the rest of the girls and they just got on fine. She was worried about it a bit before they went into it, but they went to fucking Portugal together as well. So she couldn't get away. They were in another country together and uh, she was fine. I think as long as the girls ain't bitchy, it ain't going to matter. Well, you got to try and avoid that. I think just going in and just doing it. I like Brian said, like, it's not about you. It's about, the bride the person getting yeah. married yeah. yeah so i think everyone's sort of like that so for steve's bachelor party he invited like fucking you know everybody under the sun a <laughs> lot of people didn't show up but we had his four brother-in-laws with us it's like i really don't fucking know them you know it's like four dudes that i'm really not familiar with mm-hmm. but you know you just put up with it yeah that's exactly. it yeah it is the weirdest right. situations like um stag dudes and hen dudes and stuff because it's like it's a group of guys that wouldn't normally accumulate together. Like I not that long ago went on my brother's one and majority of us go away together all the time because of family. But my brother who's getting married, he doesn't go away with any of us. So he doesn't know what we're like as a group of guys drinking together. And then he had his father-in-law and brother-in-law with us as well. And a few people we haven't seen in years. And it was just like fucking... When everyone was sober in the morning, it was like super weird. But as the day went on and we like did different activities and fucking was getting drunker and drunker, 
it didn't matter. It was it was almost like we by the end of it we were singing Frank Sinatra's My Way into each other's faces. <laughs> there you go. You know, it, you can get along with people if you just put up with it to an extent. You know, you never yeah. have to see them after this thing in the wedding. It's all about small no. talk, isn't it? And maybe you'll oh, have a God, good time after. You know, hmm. you never know. Oh, it will be a good. Do you time. remember? But let us know how it goes. I'm sure Dan, there'll be some uh, interesting stories. Do you remember well. at my wedding? that Charlotte invited them two women that didn't like us from, we all worked in the same place. And, um, she, Charlotte invited these two ladies that didn't like us from where we worked before. And I walked up to her on my wedding day and I was like, Oh, how are you? So-and-so. And then she just goes, I don't want to talk about work. And then I was like, fuck it. Okay. Then see you later. <laughs> I thought I was all right with them, but apparently moving away changed that. Cause I went to speak to him and it was like fucking ice walls. Nah, we've, I'm like, there was right. that big fallout in the shop when it, when it actually happened. Oh, I can't, and then she's like soured and soured since then. Nah, she was always a sour fucking bitch. Um, ugh, you just got invited, didn't you? Ugh, fucking weddings. Paid for a wedding. Cheeky bastards. <laughs> Yeah, your wedding was really good from what I remember of it. I, I can't remember a yeah, lot of it. It was, pretty, it was pretty special. Apart from eating the canapes that I couldn't eat and having to drive eight hours shitting myself. <laughs> that wasn't good. <laughs> but, you know, I made it home eventually. <laughs> um, Right, so this listener says, what on earth was the panda stuff about? Dan, I'm worried about your mental stability, <laughs> my friend. What is this? So I come to the conclusion at work the other day of my very long shift that pandas just want to be put out of their misery. I was like, why? What, he was, he was what species of animal? That's what he was doing. What what species of animal that it goes through such lengths to try and put it like it, they jump off two story fucking things to try and kill themselves. You got round the clock people chasing them on suicide watch. It's like. They're just a mistake that God wants to erase, <laughs> and we're keeping them alive. And uh, yeah, people seem to. We are, we also have the cuter version too. The red panda is the cuter panda. So oh, I we, love the red panda. We have a replacement ready to go. I'm on yeah. board with you. Fuck pandas. They won't even fucking themselves. This is what I was saying. So, I, like, for the rule, right? I have no problem with pandas. I'm not saying we should go out with guns. I'm just oh, saying. I, I want them. I want to wear like a panda coat. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm just saying that God suddenly realized that he'd fucked up and he'd gone right. I'm just going to let them die naturally. I'm going to make it so the female can only get pregnant for one day. The guy doesn't know how to use his ding dong. You know, what I mean, that the world is against them in every single way. But we're like, no. We're not going to let you. We're going to watch you 24 hours a day. We're going to hire people to cuddle you. You know, there's there's professional panda cuddlers. I mean, it's not a bad gig if you can get it, I'm sure. But, like, <laughs> why would just... you want to cuddle that panda? Give me a cute red panda. They're adorable. I love them. <laughs> it's like it's like who gives you the... Well, I say that, but I'm, this is like a dig against vegans. But who gives you the ability to eat meat and all you want to do is eat bamboo? <laughs> I mean, yeah. what's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, it's, they just obviously want to... Anyway... <laughs> So yeah, so I emailed back and said mental stability is a myth. <laughs> so uh, yeah, today I was thinking just to go down this like pandas route. So yeah, that was yes. So today I've been thinking. So Sabina sent me this meme about um, it's like oh when your partner asks for pulled pork and you tell her I'll give you my pork, 
And I was like, well, that doesn't count for vegans because they don't eat meat. So what do they say instead? Aubergine. <laughs> Give me your aubergine. But it doesn't have the same ring. Give me your um, cauliflower steak. Nothing has the Give same ring. That's why it's vegan. Steak. Um, yeah. I was like, what about the female version? Give me your wet lettuce. <laughs> wet lettuce. You know That's I mean? kind of sexy. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> wet lettuce sounds good. Wet lettuce sounds like an STD the, um, to me, man. <laughs> because a, a man's one is like, uh, what they call a woman, a uh, meat taco. Meat taco, yeah, burrito. <laughs> burrito, yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't, it doesn't have the same ring really when you when you put vegetables instead of meat. It's less sexy, you know, mostly. The wet lettuce thing, I got to admit, that kind of gets me. But, <laughs> um, the, you know, the rest of it, I think meat just screams like primal. Like, you know, I'm yeah. a fucking beast. I bet you secretly they still do it. I don't think they change their. It's probably like I only eat meat. I don't eat meat unless it's like a dick, you know, or something like that. I don't eat meat unless it's your <laughs> meat. Give... That type of shit. Exactly. I'm gonna give you my yeah. my artificially not meat corn. Yeah. It's gonna. Can I give you my grown in a lab GMO dick? <laughs> <laughs> There's a new one beyond penis. <laughs> no, oh good. my god. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about for eight hours today. Anyway, um, as you work in a meat Jamie's callbacks. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, oh, you guys <laughs> really hate them. They're trying to put you out of business. They could try. It won't work. Um, Jamie's callbacks to the topic during the episode did make me chuckle. So, with Christmas being upon us pretty quick, I'm in need of some ideas for a present for my girl. It's still pretty new and fresh, so I don't want to come across like a crazy person going over the top. But I still want to do something nice. Any help would be appreciated. I got the perfect thing. Oh, so, <laughs> why are you laughing already? <laughs> so, my friend, when we were in high school, got this for his girlfriend um, and presented it to her in front of his family. It was a two-part gift. One of them was his head etched in a 3D glass cube that rotated and spun around. <laughs> And then the other thing was he got a wax sculpture of his hand made like this with the two fingers up so she could play with herself using his wax hand. And and he inscribed it for those lonely nights I'm not around. Because it's a fresh relationship, I think you need a gift like that to really, you know, establish where you are. And she will think you're really sane. Present it in front of her family. They'll all laugh. You can get the clone, the clone <laughs> yeah, my penis, sure, isn't yeah. it? Clone my penis. Yeah, get one of them. Put a cast in it. Oh yeah, I thought about giving that a go just for just to see how it does. I don't know. I don't want the embarrassment of having to have like a two inch fucking <laughs> candle out, so I, I'll avoid that. <laughs> You'd have to like just ask a mate, ask someone you know is well endowed, and then just yeah, deal yeah, with yeah. that for the rest of your life. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm I'm happy to do it for you, Jamie. If you, if you <laughs> no, Dan, I'm not. I'm not going down that road. I've been married long enough. <laughs> Could you imagine you presenting it and Charlotte's like, "That's not yours," and I'm just in the corner, like. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hope that she can recognize it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That's a yeah. <laughs> That'd be a fun game to play, right? You you get you and your boys, you all get like molds made of your dick, and you have your ladies come over and you're like, you have to match the right one. 
<laughs> I would never play that because if one of my mates just turned out to be bigger, I'm like, don't touch that. <laughs> don't even fucking look at it. <laughs> well, it's not the one she wants. She just has to pick which one's yours, right? Yeah, but it doesn't matter now because she knows what it looks like, doesn't she? Uh, yeah. So, you know what I mean? So, I'm like, you're thinking about it, aren't you? <laughs> the jealousy would kick oh, in. You want mics now, huh? You fucking <laughs> slut. You're all angry. <laughs> Uh, that's terrible um (laughs) when it's a fresh relationship i don't think i think something small is probably better i think or like a a night away yeah yeah that's nice you know what i mean that's a good idea yeah yeah i think gifts are hard i never buy jewelry i never do never bought any sort of necklaces I've done it, but I feel like I'm usually further into the relationship. I think it has to be at least like a year before there's jewelry. Um, honestly, mm. I would get her something that's personal to her, like what her likes and interests are. Yeah. I don't know what type of person she is. But, you know, if she's like, let's say she likes Disney, maybe you get her some really nice collectible or something like that. You know, just for an example. I don't know what she's into. But that's kind of what I feel yeah. a new relationship first gift is appropriate it's something she likes yeah because i think yeah. majority of people like this always annoys me with christmas because the majority of people get stuff that they want all year round anyway like most people aren't like waiting for christmas to get a certain thing unless you're fucking 16 so um yeah. i think that one of the best things to do is try and find something that would look thoughtful but isn't going to look like you're in like a psychopath by spending like two grand on her yeah, that's the best thing to do. I think I've always been. Don't quite buy good at like a new car. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't turn yeah, up with a fucking. Uh, what was it called? Tesla. <laughs> Tesla. That's it. That's well, exactly that car. I was you know what about. though? That is a great idea for like a prank. So you get like you rent a car, right? And you get like the bow and you put it on there. Mm. And she's like, "What the fuck?" And you're like, "I got this for you," and you give her the keys, and she goes out and opens it, and then like. In the passenger, in the driver's seat, there's like a box. It's like, oh, your present's in there. Did you think I like bought you a car? That's fucking crazy. Why would I do that? That's nuts. <laughs> and then you never get called again. Yeah, but you went Jake down with what a Starbucks swing, cup. man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, expensive gifts on like the first is like too much. Mm. Like, that's like diving in the deep, especially if like, Something you never know what happens, and then you've spent like bought a fucking laptop or a, <laughs> a brand new fucking phone, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, something small and personal is good. I personally would do like a night away because then I, I know I haven't, because then for me, you're gonna get laid, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but I've then experienced what I'm paying for instead of being like. Here's, you know, a hundred pound gift that is for you and I don't get any enjoyment out of. <laughs> You're really not into the whole spirit of Christmas giving, like I want you to be happy thing. The whole, um, no, I, your whole I spend time way travel thing Christmas. is falling apart today, Dan, as well. Because a lot of the stuff <laughs> is based coming back towards you when you was like, it's a selfish thing. That's why you don't like it. <laughs> no, yeah, it is a selfish thing because I know the full well that if I went back and did something, I would want to tell someone. <laughs> So it's a completely irrelevant thing to do, wouldn't it? Like, it, it's not selfish if I can't tell someone about it, is it? <laughs> I'd invent it and then destroy it and be like, do you know what I did the other day? I invented time travel and uh, no one ever's ever going to find out how to do it. Yep. That, that's what I would do. Hold it for myself. <laughs> 
fucking time travel. <laughs> I found a way to drag it back there. <laughs> Good. I hope we go back one more time. Rule of three. <laughs> it's, such a, it's just such a fucking waste of our <laughs> Rules of three. It's been mentioned since when was the? It was like last Monday or something. Yeah. So this is the third episode. I've managed to bring it up. <laughs> um but yeah good luck anyway um whatever she'll get you she appreciate and um and you'll do well let us know don't get anything that's like household based like any like fucking hoovers fucking, <laughs> yeah. um dishwasher tablets or whatever the f- like my um father-in-law got my mother-in-law a blender once a hand blender and they still talk about it now and that was 20 years ago so whatever you do do not do that <laughs> I'd, I'd quite enjoy that. That's like I the like Homer gift. Gadgets. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, howdy, Simon Trouble Boys. Casually sleeping around has come to bite me on the ass. I caught chlamydia and gave it to a girl who has a boyfriend. Nah. Well, had a boyfriend. He caught it from her. She told him about me. And when I came out of college last week, he and his goons were standing waiting for me by my car. <laughs> For a confrontation, <laughs> it was broken up by a security guys at college, and he's threatened to come after me. I'm not a grass, but I don't know what to do. I'm worried he will be back. What can I do to get out of this one? All right, a couple of things. <laughs> Number one, you got to reach out to the guy and be like, look, dude, I didn't know she had a boyfriend. I'm sorry. If you think about it, though, I did you a favor. I know chlamydia sucks, and you don't want chlamydia, but... At the end of the day, I stopped you from potentially being with a horrible piece of shit. Just a dreadful human. So, <laughs> look at it like that. Like, I fucked her to help you. Maybe worded a little better. But, really, like, you you did this guy a favor. Because mm. she always would have been the type of person that would cheat and be like that. You know? So, she's an... Obviously, she's reckless. She's spreading diseases around. So... You know, I would just, um, you know, tell the guy, be like, look, don't get mad at me. Be mad at your bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, I suppose reaching out to him because I was like, I was saying to Jamie when we got this email, I was like, how the fuck is he going to get out of that? I was like, the the best thing to do is just be to take it and then they move on, right? With a guy, it's like, I need to prove that I'm not going to get the piss taken out of me. So he knocks you about a bit and then... Yeah, I mean, you never see him again. I'll just go. Like, look, I'm all for fighting. If, if they and come scrapping. to fight you, just be prepared to fight. That's what. That's the only thing you can do. Yeah, look, I'm all for being ready to fight and whoop some ass. Like you know, carry brass knuckles or do what you got to do. If it's gonna get physical, murder them before they beat your ass. Like I'll kill <laughs> eight people before I let one person knock me out. But you know, there's a way to go beforehand where you reach out and you're like, "Look, dude, you, did I fuck your girl? Yes." Did I know she was with you? No. Are you better off for not being with her? Yes. Mm-hmm. Let it go, man. Like she is not worth it. She's a horrible skank. Yeah, yeah. I think it. No, I, I think agree. it wouldn't matter either way. Like if someone's, like in my opinion, if someone's with someone, and then they cheat on that person with someone that's single, then the person that's in the relationship's the person that's in the wrong. I see. I I think. Yeah, they mm-hmm. are. And men are dogs. So even yeah. if he did know. The guy's got to know that a man's still going to pursue a taken woman anyway. It's, it's going to happen. 
Exactly. So, but I think you could kind of talk your way out of this if you just tell him, be like, dude, she's a piece of shit. Come on. Mm. Like, you know, <laughs> let it go. You just got to bury her as much as possible. I mean, committee is like the easiest thing to have got as well, because it's like a week of tablets and it's gone. Do you know from experience? I ha- I've had it a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, a couple of times. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's the most common just, one. There's it? a... Yeah, yeah, it's like you you get it from like anything, like oral sex and stuff like that. But um, yeah, you just get it uh, in the UK. I think it's boots. It's like twenty twenty pound. <clears throat> you get a kit and you just go for a piss in it, and you send it off. And then if it comes back positive, they give you a prescription of like tablets for a week, and then Bob's your uncle. Oh, that's not bad at all. No. I've never had an easy. STD because you need sex to have STDs and that wasn't <laughs> happening too much throughout my life. So <laughs> But I know it's got but it's what happens when you like sleep around. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean it happens, you just gotta be careful. I wasn't, obviously, because I got it. And then you're supposed to have a take a test every time you sleep with someone new. Come on, um, no one's doing that. No, exactly. And until it comes up and you're like, Oh shit, and then you gotta get out of the book and you're like Texting and the bit. Uh, well, I think the only people that do it regularly are like fucking OnlyFans girls and fucking prostitutes and, uh, and stuff like that. That only people that. I think as well, but once you realise how easy it is to get tested, because the first time I got it, I went to a clinic, and that was a whole fucking. Oh, mate. I've heard the stories. Yeah, it was still going for a piss and stuff like that. It wasn't like because used to, the old way to do it. They they put like an umbrella. And then scrape the oh. inside. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. I've I've heard of that, um, and like every time I hear that, that like makes like my spine like tingle. Like I yeah. cringe. <laughs> I physically cringe when I hear shit like shit going in dick but, holes. Always is like ah. And there's guys uh, that like that, that as well. Shit, there's guys yeah. that like that. It's like what the fuck? They get wax. Yeah, in I, there. I don't. I don't fucking nah. get that at all. Like my dick hole is like woo. Stay away yeah. unless shit's coming Not out. Chance. But um, but yeah, now it's so easy. Like you don't have to see anyone or like tell anyone or anything like that. It's just a fucking form you fill out and they send it all to your house. There you go. That's nice. Yeah. So I did one not because I had <laughs> I had, I was like I had pisser problems and I'm like, and the first thing you ever think to yourself when you like you can't pee or it hurts to pee is like I've got an STD. Mm. Yeah. So it's like boom, get the test out. And then it was like, come back clear. I was like, great, that was a waste of £20. <laughs> Something to do with an inflamed bladder. It was like a stress thing. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, so I, I, so I can't remember how he explained it. A bit, I constantly felt it like I needed a pee. Like Even when I peed, I felt like I still really? needed to. And that apparently is like a Mate, chlamydia yeah, thing. Yeah, I do but... panicking. But yeah, you basically yeah. pay 20 quid to have a peace of mind. That's all. That's yeah. The, that's the oh yeah, thing, what? So it? when it come back, I was like, yeah. Thank fuck I haven't got to tell Sabina. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've got, like, but no, it wasn't. It was, uh, and it, we were like, just started going out when it started. Yeah. Okay. So it would have been an awkward conversation. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. But no, it was, it was clear. And I could, I've got the, I've got the email to prove it, by the way. If I'm going to get an e- a text from Sabina on Friday, <laughs> I've got the email to show that I'm clear. It's but, tough um, to explain that one away, right? Like, even, yeah, yeah, yeah. even if you weren't cheating and you got chlamydia, it's tough to be like, I got it from a toilet seat at work. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The thing is, I, I know, that I know a guy who um, caught it when he was in Australia. 
and he swears on his mum's life and everyone's life that he didn't sleep with anyone the whole time he was over there. He has he had a missus for four years, come back and he had chlamydia. And he was like, it's got to be from the toilets, man. It's got to be from the toilets. And he still, sw- she left him straight away as soon as he got back. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, so I um he, I heard a stat where it's like 80% of koalas have chlamydia or something like that. Yeah. That's what someone else was like. Did you go to the zoo? <laughs> Fuck it. Do they really? I didn't yeah, know that. They do. Yeah, it's some crazy stat. Like they, they have like a shitload of chlamydia. I, they'll look cute and cuddly, but if you touch one, you kind of are uh One of the boys from the One wrist. Direction caught chlamydia off of them. Yeah, sure he did. Yeah, but um, <laughs> matey boy, even though his girlfriend left him years ago, and he's with a new girl in a relationship now, he still maintains to this day that he didn't sleep with anyone in Australia. You need to get him drunk, and it. Come I've out. tried. I've tried. I've wait. I've got a really high one once, and I was like, "Mate, tell me the truth." He's like, "I'm telling you the truth, man." He's actually crying over it. <laughs> <laughs> It was baffled as well that um, like badgers carry TB. I didn't realize that until um, yeah, they're little fuckers, man. Animals are fucked up, man. Mm. Animals, man, they carry all kinds of shit. Yeah, they're I've very got... susceptible to um, chlamydia. Like if you look it up, I don't know what percentage, but it's like a crazy high percentage. If you look up koala chlamydia, does... a bunch of articles come up. How the fuck does a koala get chlamydia? Like, how did the first koala get chlamydia? You know, some sick bastard fucked a koala. A hundred percent, one hundred percent. One hundred. Just like the Welsh and the sheep, and it. There was a guy yeah, in Yorkshire exactly. that got caught fucking cows. He's he's been arrested because he won't stop having sex with the cows. He just he's he's been arrested like six times for having sex with his his neighbor's cows. He had there was that guy in America directly to jail. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! They was milking that... out, giving him his sentence. Oh man, dirty bastard! There, the law is really America... taking the bull by the horns. <laughs> <laughs> three in a row who um he went to a hospital because his a horse had like penetrated him and like punctured his insides yeah it? yeah yeah there's a I've documentary got, uh, about man. that um uh, oh, is it? zoo this guy um fucked animals and there's a documentary about this horse that fucked him and killed him uh, i think the guy's name is mr hands there's a there's a documentary about it. It was like a famous <laughs> like early internet video in like like 2002. There's a documentary zoo about these people that fuck animals. It's really disturbing. Was that Animal Farm? It's called Animal Farm, isn't it? No, it's called Zoo. It's called Zoo. All oh, right. Animal yeah. Farm's fucked up as well. It's like guys having sex with chickens and that. Oh, it's disgusting. I've got um. A story about chlamydia that I that I've uh, saw in another podcast. I'll play you the. It's this is the most disgusting story I've ever heard. Charlotte actually sent me this because I was talking to her about STDs before we come on. Weirdly, mm-hmm. you talk about your wife with STDs, yeah. but um, it posted on uh, a thread. Asked Reddit, "What's the grossest, nastiest thing that's happened to you in a sexual encounter?" Okay. So Stevie and his girlfriend Samantha went off to separate colleges in August and Samantha decides to fly to visit Stevie at his college. He was really happy to see her, so he decided to give her some oral action. He'd done this numerous times before and he always enjoyed doing it. For some reason, this time, she smelled really horrible and she tasted even worse. He didn't want to offend her though because he hadn't seen her in months, so he put a jolly ranch in his mouth to cover it up, even though it didn't do much to help. In the course of eating her out, he accidentally pushed the candy inside of her and stuck a finger in to grab it out. 
He took it out, put it back in his mouth and bit it. Only it wasn't the Jolly Rancher. It was a nodule of gonorrhea. <laughs> As in yeah. the blister-like structure the oh. gonorrhea makes, filled with diseased pus, was the size of a fucking Jolly Rancher, and the poor guy bit it. I guess it was really dark in the room. He freaked out and started vomiting all over the place <laughs> when it exploded in his mouth. Uh-oh. He demanded to know what was going on. Turns out she'd cheated on him at a club like the first week of college and fucked some random guy and the stupid bitch had no clue what was wrong with her. She noticed a strange smell though. Oh, what's a nodule? Oh, that is horrific, man. isn't it? Oh, you should, this listener should send that to the boyfriend and be like, at least this didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> we can, I can send you that link if you need it, the listener. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, that's fucked up. That actually made me feel Gross. sick afterwards. I actually had to Google what a Jolly Rancher was as well, which made it worse. Oh, you don't know what a Jolly Rancher is? No, I never heard of it before. They not have that by like you ha- guys? Hard- they do, yeah. It's okay. like a hard candy, yeah. right? Yeah. With like something in the middle yeah. of it. No, yeah, it's, we call um, them usually boiled, boiled sweets. Oh, yeah, right. it's, um, yeah. Yeah, it's just like sh- like uh, kind of caramelized sugar almost, but it's rock hard. You know, it's a hard candy. Yeah. That would be hard to keep in your mouth. Yeah, we call them eating a girl out. Boiled sweets. Fucking hell. Definitely is not pleasant. <laughs> no, fuck that. <laughs> um, hopefully you got it sorted let us know how it goes if you end up having a fight we hope you win and, yeah uh, uh, hopefully you know how to fight if not you know start watching some YouTube videos on boxing and shit real quick <laughs> uh, right so this listener says hi to you both I've been remote working for a while now and I'm frankly bored at the start of COVID-19 it was amazing I was able to stay at home and not have to go back to the office now I'm bored and too used to my own company i need social interaction my job pays well and i enjoy it i'm certainly not overworked but i'm looking for other jobs where i'm in an office at least a few times a week i never thought i'd feel lonely but i do and zoom meetings aren't doing it for me as anyone would be i'm super nervous about making a change in my life and find myself self-sabotaging and not going for interviews etc what can I do to help myself move on with the new job roles and not let myself get in the way of it? Am I supposed to feel this way? I'm very confused. Any opinions or experiences you've had is more than welcome. So, look, I'm probably the worst person to give advice on this because I don't want to interact with anybody that's not my friend. I have no <laughs> desire for any interaction with coworkers or anything like that. So my advice would be make your work just your work. You don't need any of those people to be your fucking friend. Um, Try to find some sort of outside thing, whatever it may be, that you can go to and make friends through that, whether it's a class or, you know, taking a martial art at literally anything else in the world you could do. Find a relationship. There's a million things you could do, and I would keep my cushy at-home job not having to go into work because you could change your job, be back in the office, Everyone in the office could hate you. You could be fired, whatever. You know what you have there. You're comfortable. Make your work just your work and find social things outside, which I know is difficult and hard for people, but that would be my personal advice. Yeah, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, I think like um, working from, like I would love to work from home. If I could work from home, I would. 
but no, um not even not even for a second huh not even for a second would i want to work from home it would take me one day to be working in my pants and then that's it i'm not working at all <laughs> that's it i'm done i get up at 4 30 in the morning to commute to my job mm. so it is the fucking bane of my existence you know, getting up at 4.30, leaving at 5.30, get to work by fucking 7. You know, my job starts at 7.30. I leave at 2.20. Just that waking up so early is such a fucking killer. Yeah, me, I yeah. would sell my soul to be able to work from home and, like, not have to go in. You know? Oh, yeah. I would have mm. to, like, th- there's only one way it would work for me as well. I would have to fully have, a <laughs> like, kind of what Brian was touching on. I would have to have a separate area to be my workspace otherwise what would end up happening is what dan's talking about is where you just digress into this fucking teenage child that you would have been because that's what happens if if charlotte went out away for a week and i was off work for a week i'd be like 16 year old again sitting there unwashed playing xbox fucking thinking that i'm doing really well Hey, so Jamie, Jamie becomes Dan when Sabina was away in Vegas during the pandemic, um, like when it was really going on, me and my wife were both still living at our parents before, you know, we ended up buying a house mm. and like she was at her parents and I was at my my mom's and it was awesome because I had my mom cooking for me. I didn't have to do any cleaning. I had nothing to do. I didn't have to go to work. My job was like remote, you know, so it was like I really wasn't like working hard. I'd play fucking Xbox till like, you know, three in the morning, get up, do my job, go back to sleep. It was the fucking best. Like I legit was living like the bum life. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I can't be trusted. It'd be like, right, uh, 10 minutes of work and then 15 minutes of touching myself. That's my reward. <laughs> Those 10 minutes. Like that. That's fucked. But no, I think, because uh, I was going to go in the whole thing about, you know, life is scary, change is scary, blah, blah, blah. But I think Brian's is like perfect. If you've got good money and your jobs and you're not overworked, you know what I mean? You could find another job which is the same as what you're doing now with a different company yep. and it could be fucking horrible. Grass isn't always yeah. greener. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, finding something to do as a hobby, because it's much better to separate work people and like hobbies. You know what I mean? Like you should be workers work and then you should look forward to finishing. Exactly. Like my work, I'm there for money. It's not something I want to do. You have to pay me for me to do this shit that I fucking hate. So that's why I'm there for money and I don't have to talk to any of these people. I don't have to interact with them outside of my job when I'm fucking home. That's when I see my friends, my family, and I get to do what I want to do. So for you, I don't know what you're into. If you're into movies, find some sort of film class or some bullshit, go to different things that you like and immerse yourself in that and find friends through that. If you're into hockey, find a New Jersey, you know, for me, I'm into hockey. There's a million New Jersey Devils Facebook groups. I could fucking go to games with people whenever I want and make friends like that. It's 2023. It's easy to make friends through the internet, through common interests, especially locally. So Mm. my advice would be to do that. Give that a try before you change your life. Because guess what? If you're trying the other thing, let's say you try this and you can't make friends and you're still lonely, you're still depressed, you can't get a relationship and that you still have the other option as available to you, you know, yeah. but once you mm-hmm. cash out this option, 
you may never get to go back. So explore every avenue in explore every avenue available to you in this first. You know, keep your remote job and try to improve your social life, work out, all that stuff. Better yourself. And then if you still are not finding what you need, then change your job. Usually with these problems, usually with life, the problems lie within ourselves. And by fixing yourself, you're able to fix this stuff. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, that's really the problem. You're upset with yourself and you're taking it out on the job. Yeah. I do the same thing. Having the remote work and job as well. I think that will give you more time to do that as well, because obviously you're not overworked. If you're doing a nine to five in an office, you're there. You ain't able to like go off and sidetrack and you're, you're in that fucking office nine to five and you ain't coming out of that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Boss is watching. Fucking everyone's watching. It's an eight to six in reality, most likely, because you're going to get up at, you know, 738, commute in. You're not going to be home right away. You're not going to get home till six. That's your whole fucking day, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I agree. In in the UK, I've mentioned it before. There's a app. It's called Meetup. And um, it's just like you put in what your interests are and it gives you groups of people like meeting up for films or like ball games or running, all that sort of stuff. And it's so easy just to jump in and it's not, <clears throat> it sounds like a dating thing, but it's not. It's purely just for like friend groups and things yeah. like that. Give that a try first, man. That. that sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, no. It's, and this is why we have the guests because it's another another <laughs> perspective, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, try that out and um, let us know if you're still still struggling and we'll come up with some other ideas. But I think that was a pretty good one. Yeah, it will never help. It will never hurt you to better yourself. Honestly, no, no, nothing bad will ever come from it. Especially the working outside. People say that working out is like a huge endorphin um, burst. So if if you're working out and you're like going to a gym class every every night, say you're going to make friends with people in the gym pretty quickly if you're a regular face. Yep, yeah. and you have a shared goal, and you'll feel better about yourself. It all kind of snowballs. Yeah, yeah, and then if you're you're comfortable in your job, you don't even have to worry about that. It's one less problem. <laughs> right. So this listener says. Hi, boys. I need your help. I found messages from my boyfriend to some of the girls he works with, at times slating me, sending pictures of himself at the gym. He swears that he hasn't acted on anything, but to me this shows intent, especially if he's given the option to someone. What shall I do? Try to forgive and just remember what he's done. Move on. I feel a male's opinion on this is much needed for me to help make up my mind. Okay. Fuck him. I I have the solution. We give her my number and we say that this is a guy who, you know, he lives close to me. Um, there, you, you know, say I'm a coworker and just leave it out and like, send me a really sexy picture and have your boyfriend see it. And there it is. There's, there's the thing. Yeah. So, so, send you, me a sexy so send me a sexy picture and be like, and just say I'm a coworker, right? And see your boyfriend's reaction. Then he'll be all hurt and upset and go, now you know how it's, what it's like, motherfucker. And mm. then leave him. Honestly, leave this guy right away. He's yeah. up to shit. 
Um, he's looking yeah. to f- fool around and, and cheat on you. He's probably going to, you know, put gonorrhea in your mouth. Um, <laughs> avoid him, break up, move on. You could do better. And you can also send me a sexy picture. Thank you. <laughs> I think 100% he's already fucking done it. I think even though he's saying, oh, I haven't acted on anything. That is like the worst line ever, by the way. I've not acted yeah. on anything. So what you have definitely got the fucking intent to if you haven't already. 100% done it. Yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. He's a piece of shit. And the fact shit. that he's slating her as well. Why Why would you be like slating your partner to someone and then be like, well, I haven't done anything? It's like, yeah, but you're clearly... What he's doing is he's like looking for someone to jump to next. So he doesn't want that gap of being single. Yeah. You know, he'd much rather be like, oh, well, you know, I want to break up. And then he's already he's got also slating her as well to make the person think that he's him and his girlfriend aren't getting along. So then there yeah. she'll see it as like, if I empathize with him, I can end up getting with him. He's he's obviously just trying to play the field. Yeah, yeah he's look, you're the comfort thing. You are just there, you know, for him so he doesn't have to risk actually having nothing for any moment. And he's just going to yeah. play the field, do what he wants to do, and then come back to you. And as long as you're weak and you stay with him, he'll keep doing that. So, yeah. you know, it's it's really up to you. It's your decision. Um, my advice would be to move on and find someone that will treat you better and more respectfully. And also, uh, you want to email a picture to reviewing history pod at Gmail. <laughs> I feel cheated though. I haven't even tried that yet. Brian's come on. He's done it before me. It's my podcast. <laughs> Our podcast. I mean, you could um, show him three guys and be like, look, I'm emailing all these pictures to guys. Yeah. What's it, what's it with a, a foursome? Yeah, we've actually got a group chat. French word for that? (laughs) Make him very jealous. Yes, (laughs) spit roasted. (laughs) Yeah, like the whole like gym photo things. Like before, anyone's like, "Oh well, um, women and men do it on like social media." That's like with anonymous people. You know what I mean? Like getting a message from a random person going, "You look good," and you going, "Thank you," is completely different to you sending pictures to people you know. Yeah, I think direct messages are. A completely different kettle of fish. Yeah, yeah. It's a direct message for a reason. It's directly saying, I want to fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just wanted to throw that out there before anyone listening is like, oh, well, people do it all the time. No. Yeah. Not that that way. There's a clear difference. There's a difference between you posting a picture and thirst trapping and you sending a picture directly to reviewinghistorypod at (laughs) gmail.com. I'm going to say it, Dan. I'm going to say say block and delete. Block and delete. Get rid of this cunt. Get him out of your life. That is it. Done. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Playing it. Yeah. Like, I hate saying that to people, like, because obviously you always want, you know, the best for people and all that shit. But this is just waiting to happen. Yeah. And that's all it is. I think this is the best thing. Yeah. And Bros Before Hose is a complete horseshit ideology. So fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. Move look, if it's my bro, maybe I'll give different advice, but here I'll give the real advice. Move on, find someone who will treat you better. <laughs> I'm not gonna say the email again. I know you guys are fucking waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. it. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> I think still people are waiting for me to say something. No, I'm gonna let Brian have it. He's the guest. Um But yeah, like it seems scary to be like, you know, get the fuck out, but you'll be better for it. It will hurt first. But you get over it. There's better people out there than that. And let him... People like that will be alone forever because you can't fucking trust him. 
I um no, yeah. I genuinely think if if she forgives him for this, he will be straight on it next probably next month, next week. Yeah, because he's got away with yeah. it. Yeah, you be thinking who else gonna fuck? Exactly. I would get his phone and start messaging all the women like just weird shit <laughs> to fuck him over. That that's like, good. Blow up his spot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Create a um an Instagram account and like put up all these pictures and say, "Oh, the day I realised I had chlamydia," and just let everyone fuck in. <laughs> Ask all of them if they have like middle school age sisters. You know, make them seem really creepy. Yeah, make them sound yeah, yeah like a nonce. Like a yeah. Nonce. Yeah. Can you can you fart into a ziploc bag for me and I can I can sniff it on my brakes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um let us know how it goes obviously we want the best for you so hopefully you've, you've got rid of it already um but the boys are always here and i'm right. always here reviewing history pod at gmail.com there you go there you one go. last one, one last, last go one. before we move on I'll, it would be brilliant if you get an email saying <laughs> i <laughs> i hope so so bad i'll be so pissed off if brian messaged me like i got a picture i'll be like fuck off i will not <laughs> share it either i will give you full discretion <laughs> <laughs> too right never share stuff like that um oh here you go look note to self don't meet dan in the apocalypse most likely because he would be the one that caused it <laughs> yeah too fucking right um jamie's opinion on british food makes me laugh out loud every time i had corned beef hash today jamie just to let you know i have no problem with corned beef hash because i don't know what it is so I find it pretty disgusting. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, ninety five percent of British food is shit. I mean, I'm an American, so obviously I'm gonna, you know. But what do you consider British food? He considers it war food. Uh, shepherd's pie, cottage pie. Um... Shepherd's pie isn't bad. It's okay. It's fucking awful. Um... <laughs> It's just because Jamie now lives the high life with his wife who takes him to all these fancy restaurants. No, I never too, liked it even as a child. Now. Even as a child, I didn't it's grow It's because you you've said that your mum can't cook. Yeah, mum ruined a lot of it for me. She did. <laughs> and I've never got over it. I don't like mashed potato. I don't like any, oh. like, toad. There's the thing we have called toad in the hole. Have you got that over there? Which is amazing. Toad in the hole is what my father tried to play with me when I was little, and I didn't like it. <laughs> no, what's toad in the hole? It's like a it's sausage. sausages baked into Yorkshire yeah, pudding. Yeah, Yorkshire puddings. Fucking what disgusting. is Yorkshire pudding? I, I honestly don't know. It's like batter. You don't have Yorkshire puddings in... Of course I don't. And maybe it has a different name. What's it like? Is it just like pudding? No. No, it's savory. Um... I like savory. I really don't like sausage, though. It's like a pastry, I would say. It's made out of like the same mix as like pancake batter, almost. Okay, I see this. Um... Oh, um, a popover. The the popover is an American version of Yorkshire pudding. Okay, I've probably had one before, but I can't say it's like something that is regular. It's like tasteless mush. Tasteless mush. The only thing that's good out of um, the UK is fish and tasteless chips. mush. Yorkshire pudding's fucking amazing. Tasteless mush. Fish and chips is the only thing that's good out of the UK. That's it. I don't eat seafood, so I'll eat chips. I ain't eating the fish, though. <laughs> you can have some battered Jamie's sausage. Just... That'll be all right. That'll be nice. 
we were talking about bubble and squeak the other day, which is like mashed potato and cabbage, which is then fried, so it makes it crispy. Well, I don't like cabbage. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, mate, you're a fussy eater, aren't you? I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, so if you know, tell him Steve Dave, there's like Walt Flanagan, who's like a very picky eater. I'm like a slight step above him. I'm pretty picky. <laughs> Whereas I, I eat everything. I, I'll yeah, be honest. Of... I'm willing. I'm willing to because I do like fried things and I like mashed potatoes. So I would give the the fried cabbage thing a shot. What's it called? Bobble and squeak. Bobble and squeak. But bubble, bubble and squeak. Yeah. yeah. Bobble. Like flow, like uh, forever flying bubbles. Oh, bubbles, bubbles. bubbles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Bubble and squeak. Yeah. Yeah. I would try yeah, a bubble me. and squeak because I like two of the three ingredients. I just I don't like cabbage by itself. Like I don't like corned beef and cabbage. That's not my thing. Mm. Mm. I fucking love corned no. beef. I eat every day. Yeah. yeah, no, he calls it war food because most British food was um, like rationing, right? So like yeah. bread pudding was made with old bread. Bubble and squeak is old mashed potatoes. I like bread the, pudding. The, oh, there you go. The, um, I like spotty British, dip the, Brit- too. the British cuisine oh, I love was dip. made from rations and they've never fucking updated it. Do you know what I mean? It's been how many years now? It's never been updated. Still tastes like shit. <laughs> it's tasteless. There's no seasoning. I could go to a million different restaurants and have a million different, more tasty foods. Why would I like put myself through it? I'm not going to put myself through it. Do you find like Gordon Ramsay to be a traitor because he became a chef who like cooks with all these flavors and stuff. And you're like, you should have just been like working here, making like better, uh, like shepherd's pies. No, I love Gordon Ramsay. Cause what, what I like about Gordon Ramsay is he will do something like he'll make a, When's the, I've only liked mashed potato once and it was in Gordon Ramsay's restaurant in the Savoy in London and uh-huh. it was a mashed potato and a beef wellington and a beef wellington I was never that bothered by ever because I just thought it's just fucking normal steak. fucking steak in a bit of pastry but his beef wellington I would say is by far the best beef wellington you could ever eat huh by far well, now I if you've that. got the money Jamie Huh? If you've got the money, well, the money to oh, go to a restaurant. We don't live Gordon in Ethiopia, Ramsay in Dad. fucking London. You're having a laugh in yeah? What? I I went to, when Jamie and um, Charlotte came up for my birthday in Scotland. In Scotland, we went to Miller and Carter, which is for me is high class anyway because it's like a steak joint. The fucking bill came out. I almost shit myself. I couldn't believe it. And they're just like, ah, oh, that's about normal. Yeah, but that, that and was, it was because like, of out cocktails. That was nothing to do with the food. You were just ordering. Like, you should see these people in a fucking restaurant. <laughs> they just keep ordering. They don't care. And then I'm like, oh, I can have like one or two drinks and a main. And they're just like, can I get another two over here? Yeah, because I drink how much I want to drink. I don't give a fuck. And you eat. It's fucking mental, mate. <laughs> like, no concept of money whatsoever. <laughs> Hey, if you're there to have a good time, you know, you can't worry about it. But exactly. I have I have exactly. friends who go to these Michelin star restaurants and they spend they'll spend like a thousand dollars a guy on dinner. And I'm like, that's mm, fucking no, insane. That. Like I I, yeah. I don't think I could ever do that unless I was like rich rich, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even then, I would still go to like a ten pound all you can eat where I'm probably gonna get sick, but I'll still eat it. Look, I love McDonald's. I would eat do. McDonald's every fucking day if I could. You know? I know, I'm a Burger King man. Okay, I had Burger King yesterday. <laughs> I had Fucking so I was in Burger I was King. in the mall and at my glasses I needed the frames replaced. So I went to the the place and I gave my glasses, 
And I went to the food court because they were like, it's going to be like an hour or two. I was like, okay, I'll eat something. And I was walking around the food court without my glasses and I could not see a fucking thing. I was walking around <laughs> blind like this. Like I, I went up to a place. I was trying to see the menu. I couldn't do it. I was like, I was looking around. Burger King had uh, a kiosk next to the wall. I was like, this is the only thing I could actually order from. And I went <laughs> and I ordered my meal. It was 20 fucking bucks for a Burger King's burger and fries. I was like, yeah, what the expensive. fuck happened here? I was like, yeah, Burger King should yeah. never be $20. I'm eating no. garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have the Burger King app because I can get two burgers for £10. Okay. Yeah. I never go to Burger King unless my app's working. <laughs> I did sense. that once. I went in and I stood at the pay, uh, the um, the self-service things. Yeah. I stood there on my phone. And I just loudly went, motherfucker's not working, just walked off. <laughs> I'm not I'm not buying a normal menu. Just fucking walked out of there. <laughs> but um yeah, I'm a tight wad. Uh anyway, um I know you do a lot of talking about films in the extra content, but I was hoping you would indulge me in this question. Your top three horror movies, worst horror movie of all time, best jump scare, and do you ca- class slashes as horrors? Oh, I, I right. love this question. Okay. Are you, do you know, uh, do you like horror movies? I love horror movies. Oh, sweet. So we'll start with the first one then. What's your top three horror movies? Top three horror movies. Okay. Um, ooh, this is so, uh, I'm going to go Evil Dead 2 as number one. Oh, nice. I'm going to go with Scream 1 as my number, as my number two. Um, no, you know, I'm Scream 1 is my favorite horror movie. Scream 1, then Evil Dead 2. And then for my third one, I'm going to go Friday the 13th, part three. Nice. I love really that specific. one. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> this was really hard for me because I've watched so many. Yeah. So I just picked the top three that come to my head. And they're normally, they're all old ones anyway. So like I got the reanimator. Reanimator is great. For quality film. Yeah. yeah. Um, the thing and the, the, the fly. Okay. The fly is good, and I love the thing too. Those are both good. Ah, uh, yeah. They're not like they're just my top three at the moment. Like they would change when, like many many times. Mm. Yeah, they could change at a moment's notice. Yeah. What about you, Jamie? Because you watch quite a lot. Of yeah, horror. I watch a lot of horror. I've I've got like really so my things that freak me out is like fi- films like The Boogeyman that freaks the fuck out of me. <laughs> okay. The, one that, the most recent that was one. so good. Um, I didn't see I mean, that. I wanted to. Did you see Cobweb? Yeah. Oh, Cobweb was so good. Cobweb yeah. was really good. Yeah, yeah. I think um, Sinister is one of my favorite. Uh, Sinister is uh, really good. Ever. Mm-hmm. Pure. There's something. It's always like something around that where you don't really know what the fuck's going on most of the film, and then all of a sudden, once I figured it out, I don't. I, I don't get that. But with slashers, I love slasher films, but I don't really put them in the same category because they don't scare me it's more jump scares mm-hmm. i quite like uh, can... um smile when i quite like it follows the one that i've got you to watch dan i like them type of films mm-hmm. yeah it follows is about kind of like chlamydia following you around and you end up with it in your throat <laughs> Pretty um, much is, yeah. <laughs> yeah so the thing with slashers are like look and most horror it's not going to scare us where you know 30 year old mm. men like it's not it's meant to scare like younger kids and teens and us we kind of watch it and we're like this is awesome like i love watching bad shit happen to these people so yeah like i like slashers because 
expect old slashers and mostly, but you know, you're going to see blood, you're going to see boobs and you know, the plot is so simple to follow. It's very easy to just like lay back and watch them. Mm, um, yeah. that I consider them horror, you know, but it's I would say very, one of my like, favorite franchises ever basic. was probably Saw. The Saw franchises. Okay, I love Saw. Yeah. 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 Well, we answered the last question then. Yep. Yeah, I think Slash is a horror as well, but yeah, at least. Yeah. Um, what's the worst movie, worst, worst horror movie you've seen? The worst horror movie I've seen is also the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, did you guys see Skinamarink? No. It is fucking awful. I can't believe this was released <laughs> in theaters throughout the country. It is, and I'm. you're going to think I'm fucking with you, but if you watch it, you will see I'm not. The movie is shots of corners of rooms as there's static noise underneath, and then the camera will slowly pan to, like, the air vent or, like, a pair of shoes. It is just shots of walls and corners. I am not joking. <laughs> it is the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. Did that come out around the same time as Blair Witch? That sounds like they tried to go... No, this came, out, this came out this year. I actually was so annoyed after I saw it. I remade the f- movie on my phone in like five minutes, just shooting <laughs> pictures of the wall. I called it Dinky Do, where I just put the camera like facing like my ceiling for like ten minutes. Brilliant. <laughs> what about you, Dave? Uh, I I don't even know if this counts. I don't even know what the film's called. Actually, it's a Mark Wahlberg film. I don't know if it counts as a horror. film. The Happening. Oh, The Happening. Is it? <laughs> Is it the one where they get the trees? He's running from the wind. Yeah, yeah. The wind, the killing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's running from the wind. Honestly, worst film. (laughs) Right up until you figure out what's going on, the film's right. Then I still like the best scene in that is when like they're like quick run, and then it pans to just some trees. Just going, yeah. Yeah. I love, I love the scene where the guy just like walks into the lawnmower. I love, I love. Really Honestly, awesome. it's brilliant that you guys knew that straight away. All I had to say yeah, was Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Um, this one was annoyed for me because I kind of like shitty horror films. Mm. I was gonna say um, Rubber. Okay, the tire. Guys, the tire, yeah, the killer tire. Um, but then I went with a film that annoyed me so much because the first one was so good, and this one was so bad. Um, the Boy Two. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see either of the boys. The boy, the first, the, one, the was first good. one was so good. It had such a good fucking twist in it. It was unbelievable. So I was really gearing up for the second one. Mm. What a massive pile of shit! Like <laughs> the whole way through the cinema, I was just fucking sour. Like, <laughs> no, I'm oh, sorry. That's <laughs> such an awful fucking yeah. The first one, but was the really first good. one definitely yeah. The first one's definitely worth a watch. Um, what so like hey, best jump scare you've had recently? jump scares that's Um, hard because i really don't remember them um and there was one in thanksgiving that made me jump so i'll say that just because it's fresh in my mind yes i know exactly what you're gonna say god yeah i don't remember the exact moment but i I remember i had a jump scare in there so i'll just say that there's a part where um the cheerleader and the dickhead bloke are walking through the corridor in the school yeah and then he just comes out from the corner yeah yeah that's it <laughs> that's that's the bro i jumped yeah fucking ridiculous i would say um <laughs> there was a movie that come out recently australian movie called talk to me oh, the, oh was okay a few jump scares and yeah. that that was fucked up have you watched that brian yeah i did i i didn't like it 
Didn't like um, it. I, I'm not normally one for possessions, I, but this one. I got thought me. it was okay. Um, my my real issue. There's a couple of issues. Number one, the soundtrack made me feel like I was so old. Like with that just new <laughs> style of rap, I was like, I was like, I can't relate to this at all. Like I'm an old man now. That was number one. But that's like a minor issue. The other thing was I just didn't think it was special. Like I was like, okay, it's fine. You know, there's a couple of good scenes, but I I, I don't get why everyone loves it so much. Like I thought it was okay, but I think what it, what it was for me is slightly different to a normal possession because I get bored with possession films. Like the new Exorcist that come out was just boring to me as well. I just I just it don't find them. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing new happening, and in that, I thought it was um, a different way of looking at the possession. Mm-hmm. That's why I liked it. Okay. It was it was, had some interesting things. It just uh, didn't do it for me. And when the boy started slamming his head against all the fucking walls and that, I was that's like, oh, the best scene. Oh, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> that was so out of fucking nowhere as well. Um, so I had two that come to mind. So did you see the new Insidious movie? Mm-hmm. No, I did not. There's a bit because normally the things that gets me right is like you watch a horror film and you're like, when the when the sun's up, you can relax. So when someone does something during the day, that's what fucking makes me jump out my yeah. skin. And in Insidious, he's in a class and he's painting he's painting something and all of a sudden I think a hand comes out and grabs him and I fucking yelped <laughs> in the cinema when that fucking came out. And then um in the second conjuring film, the one that was in London. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just watched the, that for my show. Yeah, so the bit where she's watching TV because she's sick and it keeps turning on. And then all of a sudden he's like, um, what does he say? My house or something. Yeah. This is my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That scared the fuck out. Like, he she keeps turns changing around, he's the channel there. to like Margaret Thatcher and the Queen. He, she has like a <laughs> yeah. boomer ghost who just wants to watch like Fox News. <laughs> yeah. But that, like I said, anything that happens during the day, I'm not expecting. And it gets me every fucking time. That is a creepy story. That, that story about the Enfield Hauntings. There's been so many good TV shows that have done that. Mm. There was a good BBC one. Yeah, the original documentary is fucked when you watch all the real footage of it. Yeah, the documentary is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, we just did that. I just dived so deep into that whole case because we did it on my show. So we broke down everything in the movie and what's real and fake and stuff. Yeah. It's cool. No, yeah, it's a good story. Uh... What are we on? Right, last email. Alright. Uh, freshly divorced and back on the dating scene after 11 years, I'm at a loss, gents. I have no idea where to even start. I feel the need for someone in my life for sexual needs as well as companionship. Safe to say I have zero game and it's a big learning curve going through the online dating and people just stop talking to you for no reason. Do you guys have any suggestions on how to go down that road? I know you've talked against online dating in the past, but it's my main option at the moment with money constraints and busy work schedules. Yes. Uh, send a picture of yourself to reviewinghistorypod at gmail.com. No, no. With his penis out. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, it would be amazing if you get a hundred dick pics I'm, assu- I'm assuming you're a dude. I'm more likely to get him, yeah. Um, so, again, this is one of those things where Things can look daunting and it can look difficult. 
and you just had your heart broken, 11 years is a really long time. Um, what you need to do, especially if you have no game, is focus on yourself. You yeah. need to make yourself the best version of yourself you can be. So you need to work harder than ever at your job, work harder than ever on your fitness and your looks, address your outfit as completely as you can. You need to up your game to such a level that you become desirable to others. The only way others will want you if you don't have game is by making yourself the best you can be. I have no game. I never, I didn't meet my wife until I started fixing problems in my own life. When I got my career, boom. And I, I got my career. I lost weight. I tricked her. She thought I wasn't as fat as I am. Um, <laughs> but I got her. I lost weight. I dressed well. Then after we got together, you know, I kept the job, but I gained weight and I started dressing a slob again. So you could trick them, but you, what you need to do first is to work on yourself and make yourself the best version of yourself possible. Don't worry about the relationship and all that stuff. Focus on yourself. Work as hard as possible at being the best whoever you are that you can be. Seriously, that's my real advice for you. Yeah, I think if you build it, doing all that as well, will build the confidence up in yourself to a point where it's not going to seem as hard either. Like, I don't know where, to f- I wouldn't know where to fucking start. I've been in a relationship probably around the same amount of time. If it was to happen to me now, I don't know where I would start. And the only way to start is, is a, with yourself, I think. It is a massive shit show. The fucking stop talking randomly thing. I went through like loads and loads, like all the fucking time. Mm. I think, I think you've got to take less stress into it. Cause like, I used to, it used to put me down. Like, and I used to say, I think at the beginning of the podcast, I was like, I'm taking a break. Yeah, because it's a like, rejection, it's fucking... isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. you don't know why. You just suddenly, like, they could be talking to you and then the next minute you hear nothing. So I think working on yourself is great. And we always say to people, like, you need to take a step back and not put so much pressure on it. And it sort of comes naturally at that point. So don't go off it completely. But don't put so much weight in it that it's going to ruin like your entire week if you don't get a response or. And this is this is another thing that works for me, which I think is an underused piece of advice. So everybody is on Tinder or Bumble or whatever. They're on the most popular apps. What you want to do is go on the apps where there's less competition. So I met my wife through Coffee Meets Bagels. (laughs) I'm serious because. You're competing on Tinder. You're competing with, let's say, a million men, right? On Bumble, yeah. let's say it's 500,000. On I was on Coffee Meets Bagels. I, it worked for me. That's how me me and two of my other friends, we all met our current like wives through that website or app. Okay. Um, uh, use that app. <laughs> find something where other people are not – as heavy in competition mm. and you can, um, you know, do pretty good work. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's just, it's like the stress, right? The stress makes you look less confident and stuff like that. And you just, you seem more like desperate. Yeah. I think, I think desperate, even through, through messages as well, I think desperate shows. So I think yeah. the, the less desperate you seem, the more relaxed about it you seem, the think the better you'll end up being. And I think uh, yeah. Brian's right as well. If you go into a more saturated market where there's fucking less people on it, then you, of course you're going to have a better chance. And you might be the best um, bit of shit in the, <laughs> on there. 
that's that's why I laughed originally. But did you see the new the new thing that Tinder are doing now, where you can send someone's profile to a mate, and your mate can decide for you whether you whether they're right oh, for really? you. Really? Yeah. Guys don't need that. Everybody just this is what every no. guy does. Yeah, yeah. They just swipe. Yeah. My- but I mean, that's so. It's already degrading. Because women feel like because they're on online, they can be like savage. They can treat you like shit. Yeah. And now to send it to your mates where it's be like, look at this guy. Oh, look at that. And then like all of their mates are now taking the piss out of this guy's profile. They could do that anyway. They don't need it. Screenshots and that. Yeah, but if you actually send it to them, they actually get to see the profile. Like the whole thing. Yeah, you can can go through it and read everything. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, I just don't think it's fair. Like, people are on there. Yes, there are a lot of dogs on there that are, like, just out there to fucking spread STDs and stuff like that. But they're the ones, but the genuine people, you're just putting them down for no mm. reason. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's unfair. I think it's the 2020. That's why we world, say though, to people. Like, the online yeah. community spreads into the online dating as well, like, the savage, the savage side of it. Yeah. That's why I would say to people, you see um, speed dating. I would, like If I ever broke up with Sabina, I would do speed dating any day of the week. At least you meet the people. You've got no numbers or anything like that. And once you've left, like there's no, like you sitting there for those two minutes and they're mm. there. You know, you can't be like, oh, hi, how are you doing? And then they say nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't know. It makes people uncomfortable, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's but, look, it's hard to put yourself out there, but you know you just got to find the arena you'll f- work best in. But again, work yeah. on yourself. Find the right spot for yourself. Don't put too much weight on it. Keep your chin up. Keep moving forward, and that's really the best advice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think as well, like we said at the beginning about um, joining like a thing to meet people and just meeting people like organically. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could like meet with a group of people that like movies or stuff like that, and you could be in a coffee shop and bump into someone. Yeah, things just happen, you know. Just take your time; it'll work out. Yeah, yeah. Even though sure. it looks bleak right now. <laughs> but um, but that's it, man. Another another episode. Awesome. Done. Love being here. Love doing your show. Thank you so much, guys. No, no yeah, problem, so man. Good having you on. If you want to, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, if you want to plug that again, where we can yep, where we can help you out, I'll plug all my shit. So if you're a lady, uh, you could send pictures to reviewinghistorypod <laughs> at gmail dot com. If you're a guy, you can you can send pictures too, or you could just email and say what's up. Um, my show, we're a history <laughs> slash comedy show. We go through movies, we talk talk about what's real and fake in them, and we make jokes. Uh, it's a good time. Give it a listen. We've covered so many movies already. Um, but the real reason I'm here specifically at this moment right now is November 24th, uh, 5 a.m. your time. We will be releasing our first Christmas album. Uh, it's five hours of podcasting content. It's so so many jokes, so much humor. It's just a really, really good time. Um, I really think you guys will enjoy it. It's five bucks. Half the money goes to charity. I think that's like a nickel in a uh, pound. You know, it's like nothing for you guys. Uh it helps us out so much. So, and half the money is going to St. Jude's Children's Hospital, which is a children's chan- uh, cancer charity. It's a really great cause. So, please check that out on uh, November twenty fourth, which is our Black Friday. And also, you know, follow Reviewing History Pod everywhere. 
YouTube, all that shit. Thank you so much for having me, guys. No problem. No problem. Anytime, and if uh, anyone needs any more information on that, um, just let us know and we'll, we'll forward it over to you. And um, I'll send you a link. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be brilliant. Um, we'll look forward to having you on again, Brian. And uh, if anyone wants to. I can't wait for the next time already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll definitely have Ant on again as well. That was a good laugh. Um, nah, nah, he's yeah. he's cut off. You're my guys. <laughs> hey, I heard he already got. Um, we had an email saying that they'd messaged him as well, or you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone, so- so- someone emailed us saying that they, you know, they liked Ant and they came over and listened. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we read it on oh, the show. That's good. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> As always, guys. Your name was Lisa. What's up, Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> As always, guys. Um, if you've got any content ideas, feedback, or questions for the show, send it into two men no hope at gmail.com. And that's it from me. See you next time. Awesome. See you later, man. <laughs>